I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the value pack. Uh, we have a very special guest. Psych, did you think I'd forget? Did you think I'd forget about our lovely patrons? I bet you you did, but I did not. So I want to give a special shout out to the people over at Patreon, specifically our sponsors over at Patreon. My PP itches. I'm sorry. Every I just want to get it out of the way first. I hate that name so much. Lord Carrot, Talents X Septum, and I has issues. Thank you so much to you guys and everybody else that uh, supports us over on Patreon and helps make the show possible. You guys are a fucking legendary. Now, let me tell you about our guest, because it's a very special guest indeed. Uh, he is the shot caller for both Snake and Filter, and formerly Vixens, which uh, means that we, we, we are mortal enemies forever and always. And formerly uh, corrupt? Formerly yeah. corrupt? And formerly, formerly corrupt. For, formerly corrupt, yeah. Sorry, not formally. Yeah. <laughs> formally. Uh, it is Norelio. Thank you for joining us, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. For sure. Now, for people who maybe don't know who you are, haven't heard of you somehow, yeah. uh, why don't you kind of give a backstory, like when you started playing the game, when you started doing Siege, when you started shot calling, and, and kind of, you know, what you do now. Just like a, you know, brief overview of, of Norelio, the BDO player. Yeah, so I've uh, been a gearlet my entire life. <laughs> and um I, I, I don't know dude i just kind of went through it no to war guild no to war guild i uh i was on the uno server and then like the the merge happened and then i went to i don't know some some guild name insomnia i zerged orca out of i uh, not no orca i, I zerged lakari out of castle with like 11 guilds and then i started getting interested in siege I made my own node war guild, and then I tried to make it a siege guild, and not many people like sieging, so then I just ended up leaving, which was like Vixens, my node war guild. And then uh, I went to Corrupt, and uh, I kind of just stuck it out there for a while and started sieging, and then I ended up uh, uh, leaving a little bit later after that to join Snake. And uh, that's when I finally started picking up streaming and and uh, doing votaries and things like that that you guys already know. So, I didn't know you were on Uno. What guild were you on Uno when the merge happened? Um, I was actually uh, in the like transition of actually like um trying to join Barcode, but uh, I never okay. got the chance to. And then uh, I just ended up uh, sticking guildless for the most part because I was a uh, I was a red player back back then, and I would just sit at Sawzins and just fucking have the time of my life. I miss those days, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the first guild you shot called in? When did you start shot calling? Um, first guild I started shot calling in was my own guild, actually. That's when I actually started picking it up a little Which bit more. Vixens. Yeah, Vixens, yeah. Oh, Vixens was all you... That was... You You made that guild. Yeah. And that was the 30-man... The we're gonna kill siege guilds on 30-mans. Yeah. Guild, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
that was that was that was literally it. It was a guilt to just run over other people and just shit talk them. I just didn't want anything else in the world. And every every few days you'd see in world chat Vixen say, Another another siege guild with an off day. Yep. <laughs> it's always a fucking off day. I don't understand people. Because if it's you're... hard to get people to go to Node Wars when you have to siege, dude. It really is not. If you yeah. PvP, yeah, I mean, if you PvP, PvP, like, you get, I mean, uh, I, I would I would think that most people in Siege back then, at least my mindset was that they literally sit there and grind for, like, eight, seven hours a fucking day and just, like, I don't know, decide not to just turn up when PvP comes around. Well, back I mean, back then partially... it was actually popping, though. That's partially true. The they actually they pay people to grind for <laughs> seven to eight hours. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what what happened to to Vixens? Why did that end? And then where did you go after that? I I wanted to siege. Like there was a good portion of time uh, of my time there. Then like we decided to pick up sieging, and it was really working out. Like every week we could just stack mercs and literally pay people out, and like thirty people out in guild. With like I don't know twenty twenty plus bill guild funds, and that's that's a lot of money to pay thirty people, and it was actually really nice. But um, I wanted to keep doing it, and a lot of my guild members didn't. So I just I was like, ah, fuck it, dude, I'm bored, and that's literally the story. And I feel bad that that's the story because like we were kind of fucking shit up in Node Wars, but I literally just got bored and I wanted to do more sieging, especially castle siege. Do you remember um? Do you remember that Valencia siege when you guys uh, when he he XD jumped into your guild? Yeah, because the the night the night before that, I was convincing their GM to do that. <laughs> Dude, you know what was so great about that guild that at least for me at the time, because of our our deep seated rivalry, is that we had you guys and Legatum hitting us and some fucking who was it? Fun dip. There's like all these weird ass guilds with elephants. Yeah, they're just like elephants and shit, dude. But we were holding our own. I was like, what? I was like, oh my god, dude. Now we're now we're fucked because the teams are stacked and uh, and we were like doing pretty well and it was looking good. And then the donation died. Yeah, I I I I really don't understand. Like back then, my boys were having fun. Like they literally were the ones that top fragged on uh, the hee hee page. It was like 15 people for my own guild they were like on that front page and they were like nah fuck siege it's so boring i'm like bro you guys kind of just fucking <laughs> you guys just kind of served them dick man you guys are popping off <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> but nah it was just never our thing so had it ended unfortunately yeah i don't know in the beginning of that siege you probably i don't know if you remember but our team's strategy was to have vertex just take out um bassy like really quick to just pull Oof. out one of the guilds. So we were going to like CTG all over the place. And that siege was so fucking laggy. We literally couldn't take the CTG. Like half the guilds couldn't take their CTG. Or when they took it, it just disconnected. Them. Yeah, that sucks. So There's so like many guilds. I think there were yeah. Yeah, 22 forts that day. It was it was a stick meta back then. You would just fucking outstick each other and just hopefully like cover enough pegs if someone can't place or. You're all forced to place in a really shitty spot. It was, it was the dumbest fucking thing ever. Yeah, I remember that shit. You'd force them into a really awful location that they can't possibly defend from. Yeah. So after after you left Vixens, where what was the first guild you went to? Uh, 
I knew someone from Corrupt, and they were talking. It was um, I knew someone from Corrupt. They were talking about how they needed a shot caller, and I really fucking hated Corrupt back then. But I, I, I was thinking to myself, I, um, I was really bored of like this is gonna sound so fucking egotistic, <laughs> but I was really bored of winning. Like to the point where like I I was I was like who I like I I was watching Siege at that point I would watch the podcast and stuff like that and I would I I made my assumption that Corrupt was one of the weaker guilds and it would actually be much like a little bit more enjoyable to maybe like go from the ground up and like see if they get strong or not so I ended up joining Corrupt because they were just starting to get into Castle and they just lost their shot call or two so it was kind of a perfect opportunity to just slide in to they get stronger. Yeah, they got a lot stronger. Now, did you bring... I mean, I assume when you win, it wasn't just like... Just your shot calls make them stronger. You probably, you brought people with you, no? Did some of the Vixens yeah, follow you? Yeah, I, I brought... Yeah, two E-girls. That, that'll do it? Yeah, no, it <laughs> was two, two really geared E-girls. They were actually some of my top fraggers, and they just like... They're like literally the only people willing to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Haxer says, still can't... Can't believe Norelio chose the shot call for uh, corrupt instead of he he. Oh yeah, so there's a, oh fuck I forgot about that. Okay, so I did I I I left he he because originally when I left Insomnia I made Vixens and I ran Vixens for a little bit and then I went to he he because I wanted to take a break. After I went to he he, I told uh, the GMX I I was like, hey dude, I'm gonna be murking out into into uh, into um not corrupt. I just said I was going to be murking out and I'll be back in a week. And then I ended up remaking Vixens again. <laughs> and then they just meme me. They're like, hey, buddy, you, you almost back <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, dude, almost. Oh, my God. All right, so Corrupt got stronger, and then you probably just got sick and tired of winning so much, so you left nah. Corrupt. Well, well. Not, not wrong, not wrong, not wrong. Actually, there's a good portion. There's a good time in Corrupt where... Um, I was pretty popular for making like huge fucking CTG plays, just like super fast, like just peep, like super fast play for for what people were used to back then, and uh, it, it was really fun, like really really fun actually. It's probably some of my best days there. And then where'd you go after corrupt? Snake. You went straight to snake. So what's the filter? How does filter tie in then? Um, so, okay. Originally, I was going to stay in Corrupt and shock call for them when I could, when Snake was off region every fucking two years. So, um, I would shock call for Snake if they were ever off region. And, um, so, some, not, not drama necessarily, I don't know. Um, when there was a Medaya siege, and I was calling it, and we were getting, um, I believe it was 3v1. It was Estimates Guild. I can't I can't remember its name. It wasn't WeChat. It was the one before that. Camel. It was um, Vertex and Corrupt. And they were 3v1ing us, and they were talking mad shit and they're on their streams and stuff. They were typing it in general chat, you know, having, like, good fun and shit. But uh, the, the, after that, since Vertex got the cap, Corrupt was left on Node. So, I mean, my boy B-Kill, you know, if he could find you on a Node and fuck you. I mean, he's going to find you on a node and fuck you. So we found him on a node after. And, um, well, actually, no, Vertex wasn't even on region. They gave it to one of the sick guilds because um, they actually ended up sniping Vertex first and just farming them until they went back to town. 
and then I, I didn't make it to that one, I, but I made the corrupt one. And uh, I didn't know that was happening until 30 minutes before that. But I was like, ah, fuck it, dude. I'm sure, like, you know, it's all in good fun. And I started shit-talking a bit, too. And uh, they did really, really didn't like that. <laughs> and they uh, ended up kicking me from the guild. So after that, I, I was like, well, I need another guild to join just to, like, you know, keep shot-calling because it's something I really enjoy. And at the, at the time, like, Filter was trying to poach me really, really hard to, like, come shot-call for him. And that's how I pretty much ended up going with filter all right so now now what's the setup so you basically are shot calling and filter full time like all, whenever you can but not on siege days or what um so yeah if snake uh is not on a region then yeah i, I will um i will i'll shock off for snake but if they are on a region then yeah i'll shock off for filter okay so is are you just snake's main shot caller then or does kill shot caller what's the deal with that um so in in castle most of the time it's b kill um me and truth and um it's uh it's weird but they definitely know uh a, a little bit more about castle defense that i personally would because in in corrupt when when i was with corrupt open fields and uh, pushing into castles is something I could do like pretty well. Like it's something I feel super comfortable doing because that's what I spent most of my time doing. But when we were part of like this uh, Cho Nation alliance that was part uh, against BR at the moment, where Corrupt was on the opposite side, um, there was a good like holy shit, like four, five, like four months, three months, where like we virtually got no caps. And when we did get caps, it was either hey, um, can we set up a 1v1 and hopefully get some practice in Castle? Or, um, you know, or, like, it was either us asking or us getting Zerg. There was never, like, an actual fight there. So for uh, defense, for Castle defense, it was kind of lackluster, and that's something that, like, I'm sure, like, Vico notices, and um, they they try to pick up where, like, I like don't have much to say in, and it's somewhat of a learning experience for me in a way. Uh, because I was never one for much for sitting in castles because that's not what uh, Corrupt was used to. They never really got that many caps back then. And uh, But the open field fights and like like the castle pushes were like something that happened a lot. Never much of the defending because you always end up getting Zerg or 2v1 or whatever happens. All right. And then at at this point now you now the whole world knows you, dude. You're super popular, Norelio, shot calling for all these sick guilds, bringing guilds from dust to fucking glory, and you start streaming and doing these no dwarf odds. This is kind of a newer thing, right? Yeah. All right. So give me the uh, give me the the backstory on the no dwarf odd review stuff because that shit's like it's funny because uh, the first time I heard it actually wasn't even that long ago. It was like maybe a month and a half, two months ago, and someone, a friend of mine, was like, oh shit, Norelio did a Node War VOD review on my on my Node War. And then he got in trouble in Black Rose for doing it too, I guess, for leaving the <laughs> video up. So he had to go <laughs> delete it after, I guess, but it was already too late. So yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. The, uh, what's the deal with the Node War VOD review? How did you get into that? And what's like the, the goal and point or whatever? Um, so when, uh, when we used to be in Corrupt, we used to have these these people like it, it was specific people that would like literally vod review me or like our vods that we just did to see what we did wrong in the node war it's pretty common like most guilds do this they just don't do it publicly they do it they do it very like um they, they really privatize it because 
um, you'll you'll see the um, some siege guilds um, don't like their comms being shared for some reason because I I, I have no idea honestly for for the fucking life of me I have no idea why people won't share their comms because when I get those comms and when I actually listen to them or someone like shows them to me and I can't make them pub um, public and that's fine I'll just watch them myself. It's 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 almost super standard and normalized that you're like, why the fuck would no one want to share this? But yeah, um, it all started back then. And then um, I, w- I received a lot of criticism and that's fine. I'm really used to taking criticism and I'm pretty I'm pretty good with it. It's something I'm not used to, though. And back then I was getting a lot of it. So I decided to watch my own VODs and I would watch with them and stuff like that. And it was it was pretty fun, like being able to see how you can improve and the different POE, POVs that you get from different people. It's 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 really good. You also realize like how incredibly fucking dumb people are when like no one is shot calling the things that they would do. <laughs> and um I it, it was really enjoyable to just like sometimes poke fun at that or just like you know help people improve and stuff like that. It was really fun. And it uh it started picking up more when we were part of the BR alliance we would watch the sieges uh me and me sasha and like one of their backup callers oakley would watch the sieges with me and uh, we would get uh people from filter some people from bassy even uh even a snake guy would come in there before i was even in snake and we would just watch them together and it was like super fun i was like yeah dude like fucking everyone's just like chilling just watching and just like what the fuck is this guy doing why the fuck would he tp there like shit like that and uh after that like um after after I joined uh, Snake and uh, started uh, streaming, I, I decided to do it just live one day with uh, Tawaki. He's the filter uh, filter GM or like the fucking shadow GM, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Doesn't really have the red border, but um, we uh, we did it live and like it started picking up. Like I went from like maybe like having like twenty to thirty viewers when I first started to like a hundred, a hundred and twenty. And then it kept going up and up and up and up and up and up. And it was really picking up. But at one at some point, like Tawaki couldn't start making any of them because he lives in uh he lives in New Zealand, so the time zones are really fucking bad. So I started doing them myself and it, they were really like doing well for my stream. And that's pretty much how um, I started them. Nice. when you guys were doing the private ones, were you doing it to for like the just to improve shot calling or just everything? Like, um what? it was it was everything. So um, the problem with me is that I don't know many of the micro skills that some classes can have. Like you're like, oh man, you're fucking, you're not supposed to use that one essay like this way or like that one iframe this way, stuff like that. It's stuff that I can't really commentate on, but I, I focus more on like what you should be doing like macro wise because I feel like that's what people really struggle with because you could always just like watch YouTube videos or like practice your essays or something like that or just go into BA and fucking learn. But um, most of the time, people don't know what to do, like in the grand scheme of things, because I don't, I don't know. They're way too concentrated on uh, getting their own kills or doing some fucking other stupid shit that they're not supposed to do. And that's mostly what I try to like base my commentary on, unless like I know like I know wizard skills. So like maybe I could say something about that. But, you know, I try to really stay away from that. Do you do uh, you've done ninjas and kunos? Ninjas and Kunos, ooh, those are weird. I've tried, um, and uh, they're like super heavy, like sideline class. Like I know that, and they're go for picks and stuff. Not really much you could do apart from like maybe disrupting a lot and maybe going for picks. Um, 
I'm down. Yeah, I've done one ninja before. He was in Spartan, but that's about it. I really don't get many people who play Ninja Kuno. I've done Braxton, too. Oh, yeah, how did Braxton do? Uh, Braxton used to be fucking horrible. Like, he wouldn't even listen to comms. He would just... He would just do whatever the fuck he wanted to. Like, <laughs> I thought Braxton was fucking dog shit. I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, do people not watch him work? And then I and then he started to get better and better. Like, now nah, I think he's like fine. I think like he just he just stays at the main ball and he like plays sideline really heavily. Like if he if he's like, yeah, I could fucking one VX this, he'll like fly with his Peggy to the other side and try to make a fucking play. But yeah, he's he's gotten better in my opinion. Yeah. So more uh not like more about siege specifically since you've been in siege for fucking ever and you see what it's like castle defense castle offense this the scene in general um how is how is siege balance overall from your point of view it's so fucking terrible this game is just this game is done for <laughs> i like at least siege and uh node war wise not node war wise actually because node wars don't really get hit as hard as siege but siege is done like I'm sure that we're cl we're coming into like the fucking closing chapters of it. It's 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 over. Like the changes that they've made, the the fact that like um, they're not reading into the metas specifically to um, specifically on different servers, and they're only reading it on one. It, it almost feels like I mean that's a speculation, right? That that they're only reading into KR and a PVP and not really into NA or EU or any other different region. Um, because it, it almost seems like that the only region that's vastly different from all the others seems to be the KR region. At least from what I've watched, SA, SA players and their meta, EU players and their meta, it, it, it seems like just it, even, even on C in Thailand I saw yesterday. I'm sure, did you guys watch the, uh, the I didn't siege? get a chance to see it. Hopefully, is there a VOD? I, I gotta look. Oh yeah, it. there's a lot of VODs, man. It got fucking crazy. Was it like, good? Those, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fucking good. Actually, Big Sasha got to call one of the C, uh, the C Siege guilds. Oh, nice. Yeah. They they originally asked me, but of course, their second choice was Big Sasha. I just want everyone to know that their second choice is Big Sasha. Okay. <laughs> their first choice was me, of course. Noted. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they uh they lost the C server lost just to fucking spoil it for you because it it. It gets so. I feel like when you like mix in regions, they get really like not racist. They get really proud. They're really <laughs> prideful about their nation, man. Like, bro, you would pop it into one of these Taiwanese streams. They got like three K viewers on it. They were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pee all over the C server, guys." I'm like, "Wait, what the fuck's going on in here, dude?" Just people popping off, roasting each other is fucking great. I hope they do that something something along the lines like that for NAEU because I feel like most people would be okay with playing on a hundred ping for something like that. I feel like that sounds pretty normal for people. Yeah, was it super laggy or it didn't seem that bad? Nah, it's it's it, it actually looked really good. Like I, I we didn't see problems. The only problem, of course, they had was a standard like yeah, we can't actually start the siege for the first hour, so you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> oh, but you no. know. Oh that, my god. That ended up happening. No one was fucking surprised. It's fine. So they got that shit over with and they actually like um they actually did a main broadcast on the Korean uh, Twitch channel and they had this whole fucking panel. It looked kind of clean actually. And they had working spectating mode and I'm like, "Huh, where the fuck did they get that? It's definitely not in BDO." 
but uh yeah they had working spectating mode i would i would really love that of the whole siege of oh the whole so they siege. could fly around the whole place yeah they could fly uh, around the whole place. They have different camera angles, different views. You look fucking. It was just it was just GMs flying around, but they were invisible. That's yeah, probably. And they would swap between GM views. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But it, it it got to a point where the like the camera angles were zooming in and out, so I really doubted it was that. But I have no idea. Maybe they have some like special things they could just slap on and turn on whenever the fuck they want. Yeah. So what is for you anyway? What what's what's wrong with Siege? Like what what is it that makes Siege fucked and what needs to be fixed? Um I guess I'll go over like uh in the grand scheme in the grand scheme of things, um I think it's way too linear and it's because of literally just one skill. Because of the fact that you could PA. That's it. Yeah. You, you want to know the main yeah, you want to know the main problem. It's it's not it's not incentives. It, it it's it's nothing along those lines. Those are really small niche problems in comparison to the grand scheme of things. Like the fact that you, you people literally like I literally base my entire shot calling off of one skill and the fact that we can heal and that's it. Like that's that's really bad for a lot of reasons and people get insanely bored of it to the point where like your your own guildmates literally like fucking incentivize you to swap into uh into more meta like caster classes all the fucking time and uh for some people that's a little bit overbearing because they literally just want to play the game to pvp and uh a lot of people don't know that the people that are moving into siege and stuff like that how like you're you're like all the time you're being like told hey dude you need a you need to roll a meta class like this is the only way we get better and they're not wrong for saying that it's true like if you came in there with your fucking kuno i would tell you that you would perform way better on a on a wizard why wouldn't you do that unless you just wanted to you know enjoy the game and those people are being pushed away and all the people that are willing to play the meta are like it's, it's just slowly shrinking because you're going to get to the point where you, you want to do something that like you find enjoyable and it's not enjoyable literally telling a group of 100 people PA1, PA1 heal, PA... Like, it gets really boring and repetitive, but that's what most of it is. It's it's nothing special, apart from like maybe telling people where to rotate and stuff. That's just like in a shot caller perspective, but like, on, a, on a more personal note, yeah, I think people get really bored of that easily. And that's a, that's a huge problem, the fact that we play around one singular skill. Is... um is do you feel like the incentive is not good enough though as well like from no the incentive is perfect okay for for siege what about for like the serendia and balanos territories where they don't really okay yeah those are dog shit (laughs) (laughs) those are dog shit um i really don't know what to say to them like yeah for castle guilds i mean 35 sometimes 40 bill a week and you get a a, a a permanent fifty, not a permanent. Well, fifty percent grind buff for the week that you hold it. That's that's pretty huge. That's really really huge. Anyone who grinds would tell you that's really good. Um, so yeah, those incentives for castle guilds are really good. And uh, if anyone grinds or spends like eight hours of their day grinding, then yeah, I would tell them yeah, you should probably try to go for a castle guild and like because the cap is huge. Like when you grind that week with a. Uh, castle buff is it's pretty good for you like the difference between that week and the week before that i'm sure would be noticeable but um for serendia balanos guilds yeah they're fucked like i don't i don't know what to tell them 15 bills is like tw- maybe 10 sometimes is literally not worth it like you could cap nodes 
and get more money. So I right. I I don't know. All right, what do you say to the this? Uh, someone in chat says KR doesn't have that problem. That's not the game's fault. The player's fault. You guys don't play to have fun, but for pride. What's your response to that? I for the I mean using the PA and meta class sort of thing. I don't want to be mean, but that's just such a loser mentality. Like, of course, people want to win. People want to win. That makes sense. I mean, we're playing a game where we're PVPing each other. The whole concept of like competitiveness is that you want as many like you want to pull as many strengths as possible to hopefully win. Like it, it's like I'm not blaming that person for having that mentality. I wish everyone thought like that. Then we would all be having like clown fiestas up in fucking Calfion and just fucking around. But you're like like I said, like for castle guilds at least, the, the incentives are pretty great to play like that. Like the fact that like you get a fifty percent buff and like maybe like two hundred, maybe a hundred mil worth of a payout is like pretty worth it, especially just for that castle buff and just in general. Like you you want to play to your strengths, and if playing to your strengths means to like playing for a singular skill, then I guess that's just how things are gonna be. If they just took out that skill, I'm sure that everyone could play whatever fucking fun class they want to play, but that just right. doesn't seem to be the case. All right. Um. So a couple of things. 5k HP, just the mechanic itself. Your, okay. your thoughts on it? Um, I, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's pretty back and forth, I would like to say. But I think overall, it's... Mm, wow, it's a, it's a really rough question for me. I feel like there's really good things about it and there's really bad things. I, I wouldn't, in general, I would probably want to remove it because, because of the fact that it only makes the, it only makes the meta classes that were already meta previously before that a lot more stronger. Right. And that's what really bothers me is the fact that someone like uh, Nayashi or even you on your fucking Kuno can't just hop into Siege and actually perform. Because your classes suck ass at sieging. So, so, but like a caster can easily heal people back up to 10k HP because their heals scale. And, and their PAs are worth more because you have a larger HP pool and you can't die through it. So it, it like really just reinforces the meta that I was just talking about. That like, oh shit, now everyone's just playing for heals and just it's fucking crazy. We're all playing for PAs and that's it. Right. And then I, I know it's a sensitive subject, but Snake, but with HP, swapping over guilds to like, you know, refresh the HP pool. Should everyone in Snake have been permanently banned? No fucking way. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, maybe they could tell us not to do it if they really wanted to, but it seems like they don't have much of a problem with it. So. But Norelio. Yeah. Trillions. Yeah, it is. Trillions, <laughs> it literally man. is trillions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> trillions of fucking Joe. laughs about the complaints on it. I fucking love Joe. Well, so I, I'm actually kind of curious. Oh, to, what's your guys' HP pool at right now? Do you know? Or what's, yeah, 2K. 2K. So why are you guys 2K? not back in uh, Original Snake at this point? Um... I, uh, I honestly, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know how to speak on that. B kill uh, works in different ways, man. He uh, thinks of things very differently than most people. I, I don't I, like. I really don't know. Like I, I would have said that we would have been in region regardless of our HP. But I mean, 
if he yeah. like if we want to swap guilds just to have that little leverage, I think that's fine. Um, I think there is a repercussion to it, of course. Like you don't get to pay yourself out in two weeks. You always slash your guild funds in half. I mean, so I mean, yeah. there's there's a little bit of a downside, but of course, no one's gonna say that the HP isn't worth it because it it, it is. See, I, I was from the outside point of view. To me, it seems like the HP wouldn't be worth it because. If it's like two weeks of not getting paid, like you might as well just node war for those two weeks. You know, like maybe like win the win the territory, yeah, hold it for two weeks, and then just node war for two weeks or something like that. You know, at least from my yeah. point of view, because losing the payout plus cutting your guild fund, it just seems so tedious. I don't know. I mean, okay, um, maybe I'll change my opinion on I. It's it it's so it really relies on the context of things because I think that we can pull off wins purely because like i don't know there's like some politics involved or something like that but we're definitely won't win a 2v1 ever like it, there's no possible way the hp changes made it to where like someone who who outgears you and outperforms you cannot like take on a 2v1 ever 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 regardless right. of uh well i mean unless they're like insanely weak like serendia balanos guilds just try to uh, like siege snake or something like that and uh, even at 10k HP, it's like it makes it a little bit more doable, but it's it's always going to result in, in the end result is always going to be us losing, whether it be really fast or really slow. It's just right. so let me re-ask it instead of should you guys have been banned? Because this was the actual conversation that was going on. Do you think yeah. that swapping guilds for the higher HP is comparable to the Afuaru maps? No, not in any way. No. You're let's just fuck it. I'll I'll fucking go over Joe's hypothetical. Let's assume right. that all 100 people in Snake actually grind, okay? okay. All right. And let's let's assume that they grind every day for like eight hours a day, okay? Do you see how tedious that gets? We always have to go an extra step. It'll, it's almost conspiratorial that like every single person is gonna do that exact same thing all the fucking time to actually make up the amount of money that he like did the math for for like 10 minutes it's 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 fucking laughable there's no way that like an instantaneous gratification is is equivalent to uh just works uh, like putting putting hours into your grind like that's nowhere near and like i know they're gonna hit you with the meme well they grinded for the yafara map pieces but the difference is is that we're grinding for ourselves in, in relative to grinding for like an entire two guilds like that's that's insane <laughs> like to try to make that comparison was the dumbest thing they could have done right i don't remember i don't remember the original math but was the math like how much you made grinding during that week or was it how much additionally make just exclusively from that 50 percent buff because if you just do the 50 percent buff it would take so long to make up the difference, right? I think. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it would take, like, I don't even know how many hours you would actually have to put in individually for each person to, like, and not to mention, it's not even about, like, how much you would be willing to grind. It's just how instantaneous it was to, like, even, like, get a map for an entire guild. Like an entire guild, and not every person has to put in that same amount of effort. It's it, it's really like the the differences in in each of those things is like it, it's pretty huge. Like I, I'm not sure why they ever even tried to compare it whatsoever. It just seemed like it hurt them more than it actually did them justice. Now, do you think though that the the grind buff does benefit Snake's pilots more? 
<laughs> I mean, if there's anyone with pilots in there, I guess so. Uh-huh. So, uh, so with with siege, siege balance is is crap. <laughs> it's a it's a buff to piloting. <laughs> it's a buff to piloting, dude. It's a it's a temp buff to piloting. Um, hey, dude, we'll see. We'll see in uh, we'll see in a month. What what wasn't that the uh, the band wave for uh, people using pilots? Supposedly, like they didn't like. Yeah, didn't, they refused to use the word pilot in their bandway, but yeah, of course. Um, that's, that's offensive to aviation. <laughs> <laughs> to aviation, to aviators everywhere. So yeah, when it comes to siege strength, you got you got your everyone always has their top five rankings. Who who are the five strongest guilds in order? In you in Norelio's opinion. <laughs> Literally only fucking six, six castle siege guilds. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you that question. All right, fine. Uh, I have no fucking idea. I'd put Show Nation first. I'd probably put Snake second. I'd put BR third. I would put uh, Vertex fourth, and fifth is that's a tough one. Fifth Vertex stronger than Barcode now? I guess. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Oh my fucking god, Barcode's garbage. Holy shit. That the mapping really Yikes. did that. That <laughs> mapping it all comes thing, out. <laughs> dude, that mapping thing really did them bad, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, once they mapped, Barco took the heaviest hit out of like both of those guilds. They took it, it real see, fucking. That's bad. that's what they didn't fucking think about, like the negative repercussions of doing something like that. Like, what do you what do you think people are gonna think about you guys after that? Exactly. Like, I can't I can't even imagine how hard it is for them to try to like maybe pick up recruits that are like aware of what happened you know but you guys yeah. are forgetting though you guys are forgetting that in the eyes of the law <laughs> Yo, <laughs> my boy <laughs> z-wub now is his name <laughs> his name is z-wub and he's uh, a zerker and he shot calls i wonder who the fuck that could be dude <laughs> I, I i hated how he didn't even try to hide it honestly his bot account <laughs> fucking kai dude i fucking love him dude holy shit but yeah, um, what were you guys gonna ask after? No, no. So, so I, I'm kind of curious why. Why do you think Snake, Cho, Black Rose, like in in all the different eras, why can't oh, we okay. get a fresh, like just from scratch, one v one from any of these guilds without some weird bullshit? Um, people don't like losing, man. I like. I guess it just comes down to that, really. And uh, the problem with Snake is that they don't care about winning or losing. They just don't want to fight at all. And uh, that, that's literally it. They just want to cap and they just want to grind. No one, no one really wants to fight. And uh, when, you have, when you have a guild like Snake and you mix it in with Show Nation and Black Rose, well, you always have like this like, little stepping stone you have to go over it because Black Rose is willing to zerg Snake out of Castle and Show Nation doesn't give a fuck. And well, now you have someone who could swap in between regions and get in the middle of your fight, like things like that. Like, but I, I honestly just think it's because guilds just don't want to lose. Like, that's it. Guilds really hate losing, and I'm assuming that's why. Like, there's a lot of dodging on, on uh, sometimes each side, mostly on one side. But that's up to you guys. <laughs> that's up to you guys to decide which side's the one doing the dodging. But um, yeah, it, it's just uh, it all comes down to just. I don't think there's really um. A purpose for them to be fighting because it, it's extremely hard to when there's hardly any guilds willing to contest castles like there was before so 
now that we're running into like just the bottom of the barrel guilds left, it, it's it's seeming like it's uh, a lot harder to maybe pull off a fight at all in a lot of castle regions. All right. All right. So what about why this? Do you... Go ahead. I was going to say, why do you think we're not getting any new siege guilds? I mean, uh, I think it's because of PAs. Honestly, that's it. Like, uh, it, like, I don't, I don't have to think really far past that. I honestly think it's because of the fact that people really hate having to play for that skill, and they could easily just enjoy themselves and maybe even T ones, which are like increasing in population. Like T ones are getting bigger, and and I hear I thought PVP was dying. No, people are literally just moving to like these small like these these tier one guilds and they just enjoy themselves a lot more than they possibly could in tier twos threes or even siege like even tier twos and tier three guilds have been going down like you could literally like most of the time the fight's taking place on one node and that's with siege guilds on it and like maybe like quirkless or like um brutal but like i could literally name you off all the guilds that just fight on those on those nodes and it's like I, it's a handful it's almost as much as like the amount of people that there are on siege like it's getting really bad but on tier ones like there's an insane amount of guilds and they're like pull 25 30 they're not all the most geared and they just hit the gear cap barely but like they just stay there even people that hit like 600 plus gear score just end up going to tier ones as well and it's it's literally just because people just fucking hate the fact that like casters are just everything everywhere apart from tier ones we have a guy we just started doing tier one no doors last week and we have a guy in our guild with a pen disto like you, you have pen disto and you're in a yeah <laughs> Tier andy and fucking t i'm telling you man people really hate it like as much as like we want to like dig deeper and be like nah fuck that it can't be that like the incentives dude let's just give everyone like a hundred fucking bill bro though for sure like it's just fucking boring like it's just it all comes down to it just being really boring that you have to play like that and i'm sure a lot of like people uh can really relate to that they they hate the fact that we have to fucking play for dumbass pas all the damn time it's annoying so since we we we've been talking a lot about PA here, and I mean here on this episode and here on the show as well, we've gone through a lot of different ideas on like what to do with PA. But I honestly think the most reasonable, I think the most reasonable has been what Frosty came up with uh, a couple weeks back, where he said, uh, "Remove it from Witch and Wizard, give him some other defensive ability to compensate." Put that shit on Shy in place of that cancer fucking bubble. Get rid of the bubble, put PA on Shy, an actual fucking support class, and give Witch and Wizard some sort of other defensive ability in, in compensation. What, do you, what are kind of your thoughts on, on that proposal? Um, they don't really have to compensate it at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like whatsoever, like they just no, they do well enough without it. The heals are already huge. Like if you kept the HP is the same. Like the heals itself and, and a 10k HP uh, siege would just be big enough already. But um, yeah, you could just remove it entirely, and the class wouldn't even like suffer at all. I, I still think they do good damage. They especially fucking suck wizard, which even like is just insanely good at holding chokes. Like they're just still viable even without PA. You don't even need it. Right. There's no need for a skill like that. 
I'm not sure why they're keeping it around. If they really wanted it around, maybe like, you know, cut it and like uh, maybe make it a quarter as useful, 250 DP or something. Just fucking minimize it. But there's no need for it. Like you could just remove it and and these classes would still be viable. I, I think they're really hard stuck on the fact that maybe they're they're not without it, but I, mean, I think I since they, they love well, RNG they're, they're... so much in this game, I think it'd be kind of sick if they just made PA when you cast it, every player has a 50-50 chance to either get 999 DP or lose 999 DP. <laughs> That's for eight seconds. Oh my god, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but um Putting it on Shy, I guess. I mean, Shy's are just little slow rats. That would be annoying to have to deal with, but I guess, yeah. The, the thing is, like, I mean, for me personally, I'd rather just not have it in the game. But I do wonder, you think if it was on Shy, Snake would slowly become 55, 60 Shy's? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, 100%. If, right, well, the hard, the hard thing is because the Shy doesn't really deal damage. So it's like... <laughs> There would have to be some balance there. Whereas, like Wiz Witch, it's like, yeah, you could be ninety Wiz Witch, and you're gonna be fine because your damage output's insane. Yeah, I don't know what Shy food would work. Also, I mean, I don't know. Would people be willing to play Shy? This shit's awful. I mean, I've seen Shy's run over Steve, so honestly, like, I'm sure it could clap a couple of more Snake members, including myself. So, Shy's they're getting slept on for damage. They are there. Rose, you should play Shy. Fuck no. It's kind of like Archer, but mid-range. <laughs> well, then... <It's> not. <laughs> uh, what's the most busted... All right, let, let's take PA. We, we know PA is. Uh, what's the most busted class in the game for you, Norelia? Well, since I play Suck Wizard, I would have to say... It's Guardian still. Honestly, fuck that class. I hope they keep <laughs> nerfing it, dude. There's nothing wrong with Suck Wizard. It's fine. Oh it's my gosh. The fucking denial. <laughs> too close. It's too fine. close. Um, I'm, I'm joking. Um, I, uh, yeah, Suck Wizard is uh, definitely... If they're going to butcher any class, it'd definitely, it'd definitely be Suck Wiz, man. But... The problem with it is that I feel like it would be pretty hard to nerf unless you just took its split TP, which is something that just makes it... I think people sleep on that, dude. It's a split TP that makes it... Like, the damage is good, of course. I'm not saying the damage is bad. I'm just it saying the, the yeah. split TP fucking makes it to where, like, these motherfuckers can, like, hey, bro, zoom in, fucking, hey, drop my five skills, zoom back out. Like, that's the thing. Like, the fact that they have an out, if they didn't, well... That'd be a different story. I'm sure a lot of people would be okay with that. Like, yeah. I think the split TP is fine. I think the issue that I have with the suck was, and I've been complaining about since I fucking started RBFing again, is the fact that they essentially have three teleports, which I was not aware of at the beginning of Succession, because oh, they have the quiz, fucking yeah. they have the fucking earthquake shit that yeah, also yeah. fucking teleports them. <laughs> So whenever I whenever Suckwiz came out and people were like they have two teleports, it's a split teleport. I was like, oh, that's actually probably really good for the class. That'll help a lot in one v ones. And then yeah. I start fighting them in RBF, and then I'm seeing a Suckwizard teleport in Voltaic teleport again behind me. I'm like, okay, he's out of teleports. I go in, and then he just teleports away. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what happened? What? I two teleports? Hello? I was told two teleports. What is happening? Uh, yeah. Like, and, I um, think the split teleport is fine, but I now they essentially have three. 
So um, for any of the people in chat that are that have that have delusioned themselves enough to the point where they think they're actually going to nerf a witch or wizard class, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, man, it's not going to happen. All right. And if they do, they're not going to be removing what makes it OP. They're maybe going to nerf the modifiers a bit, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry to tell you, man. Like, I was in hope that it, it would happen with Awakenings on Witch and Wizards when I thought they were fucking busted. And, I mean, they nerfed the 100, but the classes still just, like, are meta as fuck. They do damage, and they got PA. Like, it's just, I think it's just going to be a nightmare that we all just have to live with. And if we play BDO because it's getting I, to the point where I don't think they're ever going to do anything about it. I don't think there is something they could do about it to be honest. Well, they're afraid of they're afraid of all the sales, you know? Like yeah. everyone had to go to Witch Wizard and then they decided, you know, like, oh, we don't like the coupons anymore after what? Year and a half? Yeah. 2 years? That's the worst change ever. Um, yeah. Res, you also <laughs> remember that third teleport has a stiffness on good hits. Yeah. Uh, just that is stupid. Also, the very concept of Suck Wizard annoys the shit out of me because <laughs> it essentially is like, hey, what if we took Awakened Witch, a class that is very powerful but has very defined and easy to abuse weaknesses if you're like a good player and know what you're doing? What if we took Awakened Witch but then took all of the things that makes Awakened Witch like balance, like it's extremely stationary? It has very long cast times. Its range isn't, like, super crazy. What if we took all of that and then just said, nah, make that times a thousand so it's no longer an issue. And then keep Voltaic Pulse still the most broken ability in the game, aside from PA. Like, that's essentially what Suck Wizard is. Suck Wizard is just yeah. Awakened Witch, but it's extremely mobile, it's extremely fast, has no cast times, has the range <laughs> of a fucking archer. God, it's so like, good. What the fuck? Who thought of this? It's so Who good. Uh, I, I like your, <laughs> like your commentary. Yeah, it's so good. Like I just like like okay, man. I suck at PvP. Okay, maybe I was good when like I I I like to say that I was good when we weren't Tricer or Emerge. After that, I'm fucking terrible. Okay. I could clap people with my suck whiz holding a spot, okay? I, I shouldn't be able to do that. Like, I feel like I'm pretty bad, like, at everything when it comes to PvP in this game. And I could I could, I could, could somewhat pull it off sometimes. So, I mean, it's been working for me. Maybe it's for players like me, and I, I really appreciate how fucking overtuned and perfect this fucking class is for me. But, yeah, it's just... um. Uh, separately, is, is, is Guardian OP, or you think it's okay? Gar Guardian's the first class without in a long time that's given. Yeah, it's the first like melee class that actually can frontline in a long time. I'm not gonna but... lie, right now, like after watching the Thailand and the um, Sea Siege as well, like with the nurse and everything for Guardian, I think it's, I think it's a more bearable than it was with the 100 spams. Right? I feel like everyone can say that they're easier to kill now. Mm -hmm. For at least casters, and casters are pretty meta in Node Wars and Siege. They're they're easier to kill for casters, and I I feel like a a, a couple of other classes do a bit more damage to them too, right? Yeah, a lot. Archer, a lot yeah, of classes yeah, a lot more. Yeah, Archer uh -huh. does like Archer does like thirty percent more damage to Guardians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're bearable. Like they're actually bearable right now. I actually think they're pretty bearable. I'm gonna be honest. Maybe that's like a controversial opinion. I think. <laughs> no, did I forget? Did they all get nerfed this patch? 
or next patch? I don't remember. The suck all. Oh, the one you were patch. talking about, right, Norelio? The Okay. Yeah, the suck The suck all got insane. nerfed this patch, yeah. That's, thank god, dude. Did you watch the, uh, did you watch the Sasha clip, Norelio? Which Sasha clip? Did you link it in? No, uh, no, no. I'm just, uh, the one where he teleports into, what, what was it? Kertuga? Oh, yeah, Kurtuga. Oh, Kurtuga, yeah. Yeah, but, well, that's not really Sasha. That's Big Maida, dude. Big Maida. That's oh, guy. Yeah, that's a different guy. No, I'm not even memeing either. There's two of them, and that was the... Uh, he was pretending to be the other guy. <laughs> but yeah. No, I've seen that. It's disgusting. I'm glad they nerfed it, because... Uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I literally spent four hours watching McKay ult with... Uh, McKay's like, I'm sure you guys fucking... There's no way you don't know. Who the fuck that overly geared guardian that like everyone feeds BSR to? I literally spent four hours watching some other fucker get fed 500 BSR to ult a ball continuously. And it was <laughs> insane, dude. The fact that like, holy shit, like, fuck. I used to think Zerker ults are scary. Like, oh my God, the guardian ults just whip out so fast and it has a range on them. And it was fucking crazy. Also, the DPS is, like, the DPS is the other thing that's crazy, right? Because, like, Zerker ult does a lot of damage, but it does a lot of damage over, like, a, like a full second, maybe even a second and a half. And also, it requires the Zerker to click to move to uh, get the full damage of it, right? So if they fuck up their click to move, they're not getting the full damage of it. Yeah. The, the Suck Guardian ult is, like, 0.5 seconds... There's no, like, indication that it's, like, about to go off. Like, yeah. the Zerker ulti, at least there's, like, a... a little charge animation. Yeah. yeah, a little quarter-second charge animation. So you can be like, oh, shit, in, like, V or something. There is nothing of the yeah, sort. So, yeah, it just happens. Like, yeah, And people are yeah. like, oh, fuck, what happened to, like, a tenth of and my then, guild, dude? Instead of being a second, maybe a second and a half, probably closer to a second, it's, like, another just, like, instant 0.5-second, like, DPS... The, it's the, just problem, like, what yeah. the, fuck? the problem with it is that the ult is good, but the fact that they could do it every four seconds, like it, I, the, the skill itself is on a ridiculously low cooldown. I'm talking about this motherfucker with ult. I frame away because it's like a five second fucking eye. It's insane, dude. They could just fly out and he could go back in ult again. I frame again, <laughs> ult again. It's insane, man. How that was like ever like who the fuck some fucking three head and like a pearl abyss actually thought that was okay that the cooldown was like three seconds. They could just ult again. And get well, I can, it. I can, I can tell you, it was the same guy who thought suck wizard was a good idea. Yeah, it's it's fucking. It was bad. It was real bad. Like that that <laughs> wake, that ult in general was really. The forty percent—it's—it's actually noticeable. I'm sure that it, it's not going to be as abusable, but we we did see that like a snake member that was like three oh seven or three oh nine AP maybe I can't remember can still use the ult and fucking pop you with it. So like if you have insane gear, you could still do the same thing, but at least you have to have insane gear now. So right for a little while. I still I still love Sasha's clip. The one where he goes in and just yeah, like he just yeah, yeah, bodies yeah. the entire guild. I love too that he's calling them all bad. It's just killing yeah. them in one shot. They can't defend themselves. He one like, one yeah, they can't even do anything. Yeah. So trash. <laughs> oh my god! So, look at them. They're all so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're just sitting like, oh, there's Sasha. Like, I'm dead. 
Yeah. Oh man, I, I love I love the the video toxicity, the logic behind how someone's considered bad or good. Dude, so what about an organized? How about this, Australia? An organized siege, right? Where we get like, let's say you said one and two. So just for this example, we'll we'll go Snake and Cho. We organize siege okay. on Serendia. Snake and Cho place. It's streamed live. Doctor Positive, good vibes guy. All right, it's a one v one, big event, <laughs> big event for prize money that goes to a donation of the winner's choice. One v one, so you win. Both both guilds have to actually try hard, otherwise you're a piece of shit because it's for a donation. Yeah. Well, would you guys? Um, that? We should get that going, dude. I uh, I don't I don't know if people would actually be down for that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know, dude. We just fucking. I don't have to tell you, dude. Snake just fucking just wants to chill. Uh, like as B Kill says, I just want to chill, baby. I just want to chill. Right. He All just right. wants to chill. Then bro. we move it to Black Rose you... and Show. Right now he's fucking uh, booty banging some fucking uh, Destiny Two mobs right now, dude. He just want, just doesn't want to even play the game, bro. Destiny Two mobs. Uh, yeah, dude. He's just popping off, bro. What do you think yeah. is more exciting, Siege or the T One Siege that's happening every week? The T One. Have, have you been watching the T One Siege? Yeah, no, yeah. It looks it looks fucking fun. Like, yeah, hundred percent. The T One Siege is more <laughs> the fact that you can do some nutty, quirky shit just whenever the fuck you want and like just have fun is just. It's, it's oh. it looks enjoyable. Where and siege, if you did something like that, it would have way more consequences, and you would probably lose. But I mean, hey, so I'm talking I, I gotta, about the group and drop, right? You guys are talking about that, or they like yeah, drop yeah, off. yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get your opinion. In the, uh, I put that link in there. This is the one we were looking at last week. The Griffin attack. Yeah, yeah, I've what, seen what, it. Which, what, what's your how how pro play is this? It's uh, it's something I would do. So like, pretty five hundred <laughs> IQ, honestly. You could probably do it in Valen. You could probably do it in Valencia Castle with the hot air balloons, dude. Ah. Oh. Just gotta <laughs> load up in Alta Nova, dude. Eight minutes dude. later, snakes it's, it's, dropping it's, down. It's really good because of the fact that if you look at the mini map, it doesn't look threatening. It looks like one yeah, dot, it's like, oh, just it's moving like towards. Yeah, it's like one stupid fucking moose or some shit dashing at us, and then and then fucking thirty <laughs> people just come out of the air. You're like, wait, hold on. The problem is they're all half health and CC the second they land. Yeah, they land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because oh. even though we're basically superhumans, our ankles still hurt when we <laughs> drop down three feet. They should have popped the uh, the damn. Uh... Isn't there a falling elixir? Yeah. They should have yeah, all just had Hunter's pure black stones, dude. Yeah. Hunter's closed, yeah, and some other shit. Um, so since you have watched a, a million different shot callers and you do your node war VOD reviews, who in your opinion, outside of yourself, obviously, is is your favorite shot caller? Like who do you think is actually super good at shot calling? You actually like learn from them or think they're whatever, inspired by them, whatever. Uh yikes. Uh-oh, he hates everybody's shot calling. No, no, I don't. I don't hate everyone's shot calling, but... He's like, I like B-Kill, and I like Truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, uh, B-Kill doesn't do much shot calling. It's more like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. B-Kill does some fucking... Does some shit that helps, though. But uh, Truth is funny as fuck. But um, outside of just... I can't think of, like, really... Uh, I'm sure, like... um, I don't get to hear much of him, but I hear Swiggins is really good. The Cho Nation shot caller. I've watched a couple of his vods actually, where like they actually had shot calling because they leaked them. But those those Cho Nation members were executed right after they fucking leaked their vods. So, 
rest in peace for them. But um, yeah, the he's really calm and pretty collected and pretty decisive. And that's what I try to do most of the time as well. Is like I feel like a lot of people are really indecisive, and that's what ends up like fucking them over in the grand scheme of things. And um, it's pretty like you'd be surprised that Cho Nation has like a pretty simplistic way of shot calling, and, and it really is like really efficient. I guess that's one. And uh, other than that, like, I mean, Big Sasha's big hype. So, you know, like sometimes, you know, I, I don't know. Lately, I've been getting pissed off at him because he does some stupid fucking shit and he just blames his guilt for it. You know, like that's that's dumb. But like back when like he used to not be like such a fucking Malder and just like shit on his guildmates all the time, he used to be pretty hype. Uh, who else? Vudani's pretty good, too. He's he reminds me a lot of like what Swiggins does. He's pretty like calm and he tries to stay collected and you know um uh, try to be as decisive as possible and i think those are like some of the people that realize except sasha uh vudani and swiggins are some of the people that actually realize that the decisiveness is what makes them like really efficient and uh, those are probably two of the people that i would pro uh, i would mo i would look up to in a way oh, okay no, so that's a vertex and show shot caller yeah hey frosty do you have that clip of uh, sasha one-shotting everybody no, I don't. I don't have any. I don't remember or store any clips of anything, dude. I'm lazy. Oh yeah, I'm Lakari. I'm the worst archi archivist of all time, dude. Lakari. Lakari was like my biggest inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, for shot calling. That's that's literally one of the reasons why I wanted to pick up shot calling. I mean, like a lot of people were memeing him for fake shot calling, and, like not actually doing anything. But like Lakari, like fucking dude, even if he was just rambling on for some bullshit, like it just sounded cool. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I don't want to be a shot caller, man. Let's go." But yeah, that's that was like probably my biggest inspiration. I want a shot call. Yeah, dude, it's hard as fuck to find a shot caller, man. Gildan, yeah. T2 Gildan. Now it's like been our our biggest issue. It's like. People try it for a second and then they get criticism and then they don't want to do it. Or it's yeah, just, you know. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, to... yeah, it, it's rough because like you'll know. <laughs> like I think this this might be a BR thing, but it almost seems like there's no way you could criticize my boy Big Sasha or else you get the fucking big boot. Like you just fucking like like it almost gets to the point where a lot of people just hate taking that criticism. I'm pretty good about it. I think that's one of the things you should be good about it because that's all people like I'll fucking the only thing that bothers me is when I'm mid siege and someone just says something really fucking stupid in guild chat, just something unbelievably dumb. They're like, Oh dude, we should have pushed out at this 19th fucking second here in this fucking moment. And I'm like, dude, we were all dead or something like it. Just like just something like that. That would piss me off. But, pretty much i'm pretty good with criticism i think it's fine like i give criticism all the fucking time i should be able to take it in my opinion but uh well what was i forgot what the fucking question is i hate when i fucking ramble on and i forgot what was the question again <laughs> i forgot you were rambling yeah on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh no no it wasn't even a question i'm just saying it was hard it's hard to find a, a oh yeah a shot caller like yeah, yeah. My, my guild's struggling with it i feel like every guild i've ever been in struggles with it and like i get i end up having to shot call and i'm really bad at shot calling and i feel really uncomfortable shot calling but you it's are just not the really bad at shot calling i, I, I forget you, just, you think you're really bad at shot calling but you're actually pretty good I don't know if it was like Huntler or Choice that said this to me, but they said that uh, shot calling is a pretty thankless job. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's why people don't like doing it. 
Yeah, it's true. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's well, all unless someone who's shot called in multiple guilds. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is a thankless it's, job. You're you're amazing when everything works, and you're the fucking worst. Worst when it doesn't. Yeah, I fucking yeah. hate. I hate people like that. Holy shit, there's just way more to read into than just that. And like, fuck, man, that pisses me off because a Sometimes lot of the, the time, perfect play can just be executed poorly, and it just goes yeah, wrong, and 100%. it may look bad, but. It just, you know, we, we unfortunate had, circumstances. We used to have this guy that would, at the end of every node war, he'd have to, he'd go through his list of issues with the shot calls. And one of his things all the time that would tilt me so much, like, uh, Frost, I was just wondering if you could do a better job of calling when ninjas in, are in our back line, when, if you see ninjas coming up on us, because a lot of us are getting picked off in the back. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck? Am I supposed to see ninjas in the back line when you're supposed to be up here on the ping? We're moving forward. Like it doesn't, that's the hardest yeah. thing ever to do. That's literally like the one thing that's not my job is making sure like ninjas aren't hitting you in the back. What the fuck? That's what your flex group is for. I don't know. They're literally there to just check the back line. Yeah, it's do like, whatever else you need them to. It's so funny how the reaction is. They're just why I'm just like imagining like that that scene from Jurassic Park where they're walking through the bushes and people are just getting picked off one by one, right? That's like all the wizards in my guild, and they're like, "Dude, Frosty, why aren't you doing anything about these ninjas back here, man? They're getting us." It's just like, uh, dude, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> I don't know. Look out for ninjas, all right? You yeah, say it at the I, top I, of the war. I think I have a pretty good like uh I think I have a pretty good representation about how we feel because um the whole meme that like you're supposed to be able to like literally call for everything is fucking insane that if you actually expect one person individually to take care of like literally every aspect of a fight it, it's pretty crazy. I have a pretty I'm trying to find the clip right now. It's like I go off on people when I was in corrupt about not using their mic microphone and uh okay yeah i found it here it is all right here we go we, uh, we'll, it's we'll time stamped yeah yeah you could play okay. this on stream i think it's time stamped yeah it's time stamp um it, it goes a little bit past that i, I fucked up this time stamp a little bit but you should be able to see like <laughs> That's exactly how, how pissed off i get pick one i fucking hate this you, you stop i'm not gonna micromanage you man god half of you have brains you're all fucking mid early 20s. How, how are you guys gonna get jobs? How are you guys gonna be social? You can't even talk in a fucking MMO. That's so embarrassing, bro. Holy you're shit. Death, dude, by the time you get He's to going death, off, you're dude. He's unleashed. By the time you're 40, it's actually fucking insane. You guys have absolutely zero fucking IQ, and it makes me mad. It makes me so fucking mm. mad. You guys can't you speak for an MMO. MMO. How are you gonna get jobs? <laughs> Dude, oh I, up today. I, 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 <laughs> look, I just it really bothers me that when all the boys do you guys have this happen? I feel like it happens in every fucking guild. Everyone's so talkative until it hits that node where mark. Everyone just shuts the fuck up. No one says a fucking thing. No one is like communicative or like supportive of anything. Everyone just shuts up and like just just fucking becomes a fucking idiot. No one wants to talk. No one wants to use their mic. It just it pisses me off. I'm like, dude, be like a bit productive. If you like 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 you guys were saying, if there's a Kuno and Ninja in the fucking back line and they're fucking your ass up. But I'm shot calling like maybe a couple of meters ahead and I'm focusing on what's in front of us, what's to the west of us, what's to the east, and I can't think of the south. And like you can and you could be like, yo, there's people diving us, turn around. Then like, what the fuck, dude? What's stopping you from like hitting that push to talk button? That pisses me the fuck off, man.
Yeah. Do the the biggest one for me. Well, I feel like in smaller guilds, I don't know. Like I've always had kind of the opposite issue. Is yeah, everyone's a fucking it. expert? Everyone goes on and on and on. It's like, dude, way too much fucking information. Like you don't have to say every time you see a fucking dot when we're in the middle of an engagement. Like or any it's just like, dude, we get it. There's people on the screen you're talking too much. But one of the things that like tilts me so much is uh like communication with defense is really hard. And I, I don't know how other guilds have always done it, but for me, it's always it's always this situation. Defense, like, oh, um, they have like five or six people hitting us right now. It's like, all right, are you guys cool? Do you need us to send people back? Like, mm, nah, we're 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 good. <laughs> yeah. We're okay. We're fine. We're fine. Act, and then you come back, and, and then we res, nothing. and then we res after we wipe at the base, and we're like, hey, where's our supply depot? Oh, they got our supply depot in our two recovery centers. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, then say you need help. Then you actually do need help. Don't say you're okay. Like, it yeah. takes a long time for five people to take out that many structures when the defense is defending. Like, how that that means like there was like five minutes of them just going ham on our shit and you didn't yeah, tell us that rough. you need help like, I, I don't, five minutes I don't of them get it either. getting rolled get at base i don't get it either I, I, that's always been like a, i actually um when i first joined corrupt one of my problems was that um i was i was calling the ball i was calling for flex i was calling for our cannons i was calling for our ellies where to go and i was also helping calling for defense like literally everything was directed to me. Every little piece of information that you could think of was directed to me. And I was handling it pretty well the first couple of months. But then I started getting pissed off because I was thinking, what the fuck is everyone else doing if I'm doing all this? Like, are they just sitting back just enjoying a comfy node war, dude? Don't worry, dude. I got it oh, all. Yeah. That like pissed me off. I'm like, no, like it really helps a lot when people take like this proactive approach to just maybe wanting to like maybe feed you information or like telling you hey i know like we're like i think there's a clip of me like we're we're 1v1ing a guild and then someone asked me hey where do you want me to cannon i'm like dude the only fucking <laughs> the only fucking guild on the map man <laughs> just fucking cannon though <laughs> dude, that pissed me the fuck off man i was like are you serious like jesus fucking christ man people really struggle just like thinking for themselves sometimes and i think I that's like the, bothered. I like the first clip i ever saw of you was i think you were shot calling i want to say for filter but it may have been corrupt in like a calfion i think it was a calfion siege and you were just like absolutely losing your fucking mind about i don't remember what it was but like you were straight like it wasn't just like you tearing into people it was like you straight fucking like yelling like scream like what the fuck are you in like going full sasha basically i was like holy shit there could be a lot of moments i think i think i think i know what calfion i might have been talking to our cannoneer her name was erica i, I don't know like the calfion siege were like um i was doing really well i think it was against vertex i was not getting us farmed i was playing it really slow and super well like the the scores were like almost tied and that's pretty unheard of when you're fighting a, a guild equal in strength, holding walls against you. Like you would never in a million years go equal in uh, in kills and deaths. Like that's almost like really hard. Um, but I was playing it really slow, and we would keep ticking the gate down, but the fucking cannoneers would set up a, a way too early and just get fucking just dicked on and we would get we wouldn't get any gate damage and i just started i just i was like guys just wait until we're there i'll tell you i'll ping it and i'll say it in comps i did and it never happened for an hour and a half and i lost my fucking mind 
because I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, do I need to get on that cannon? Do I need to get on that fucking elephant to charge the wall? What the fuck do I have to do to just stop this fucking madness, dude? Because it, it, it actually gets to me when it happens too much. Like 20, 30 minutes, I'll be okay. Maybe I'll mauled once. A whole hour, an hour and a half, I really start going in. I'll fucking tear into whatever the fuck I have to tear into. Sometimes it'd be like that. And oh, I actually, I'll, I'll I'll link you guys a clip of uh, of the molding. I'm sure you guys will like it because you guys just talked about it. There is one of me with filter with the Ellie Riders. For some reason, in NA or maybe in every region, Ellie Riders are so fucking bad. Like like everywhere you go, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like the the dumbest players are the ones that ride the elephants. I don't know why that is. <laughs> Is it like a curse or something? No, that's where the dumbest players are put. What? <laughs> Why did? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I, dude, I don't. I've never had a good elephant squad in any guild I've been in. Well, I guess with. Uh, yeah, me neither. Me neither. With Black Rose, I guess it was it was good actually, but when they had hole. Oh yeah. He was the Ellie Rider, bro. Okay, so this is a clip I'm gonna play on the stream. Here we go. Yeah. Kill their Ellie. Kill their Ellie. Kill their Ellie. I, I think Fresh it's just a curse. Ellie Riders are just a curse. I'll play in a Thank second. Thank you. Kill their Ellie. 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 Now, give me the Ellie right now. Deem out. Deem out. Dakota, take over. Deem out the Ellie right now. Kill this Ellie. Kill this Ellie on my ping. Kill this Ellie on my ping. What are you doing over here? Um, get the Ellie's off. Get the Ellie's off. Get the Ellie's off. I'm not memeing. Are the people who are riding the elephants right now, get off. Keep hitting that corner. Melees, get on your horses now and start horse charging these walls right here on my ping. Oh my god. You elephant riders are so fucking terrible. The only one who did semi good job is Guts, dude. Holy shit. Keep poking, casters. Melees charge. Melees charge. Melees charge. Melees charge. Dude, hold on, I gotta the, that fucking first part of that clip though. Thank you. Oh sh I forgot I forgot who the comedian is, but it reminds me of that fucking uh when the dude's talking about going through the drive thru, he worked at the drive thru and they're like, um uh, where do you want after they order the food? Like, uh, where do I go? It's like, where do you go? You follow the one fucking road that you're on yeah. to me. <laughs> That's a it was literally the only four on the seats. I'm like, where else would they go? Oh I, my god. I, I, I got so pissed off, but like what pissed me off more is that I'm literally pinging the elephants where to go and they just Take a fucking fat swerve around the base. Do a couple of laps before before they actually pick the wrong spot to go to. <laughs> that shit actually tilts the fuck out of me. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that's shot calling in a nutshell, right there. Yeah. Unfortunately, no there's yeah. some people who have it and and some people who don't. You know, most people would quit and Aurelio didn't, and that's why he's still shot calling. I don't yeah. know. It's it's tough, dude. Um, you should try shot calling for uh like an a low tier T two siege. Let's see how tilted you get. I think you'd love. Um, 
You should shot call for a tier one guild. That would be funny. Oh uh, I God. have for uh, EU and uh, a one for NA. Actually, it went really well. Maybe, maybe. All right, here. Let me get a pro tip from you for uh, for my guild, and maybe I'll pass this information along. So we don't have a lot of wizards and witches. So our engagements are a lot of like flex type classes. We do like thirty man, forty five man, whatever, right? So how do you shot call that shit when you don't? You literally only have PA one. <laughs> like, what's the strategy? Even though everyone you're against has whiz witch. Like, what's your overall approach um, if that's the case? Really, only realistically one approach, and you have to bait PAs. Um, there's a lot of the times you have like this like weird like time where like you actually get not weird. Um, you get to set up for the for the one v one because they're either pushing to your base or you're pushing to theirs or you meet in the middle, right? And you know what's going to happen before it does most of the time if you can like read the situation kind of well. And what you do is you want to set up sun traps, and um, you want to just be in front of them, like you're just like you know you're posturing up, you're about to like fight each other. And as soon as you 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 usually guilds have like this certain thing that they do before they engage. Either their GM goes in first, or they're like guardians bombing, and then they all follow up. Once you see that, you just back the fuck up. You back the fuck up, you run away, you bait them into stun traps, wait out a PA or two, depending on how many you think you they have. Usually you have to, like, guesstimate shit like this. And, oh my god, that guy just gifted, like, oh, fucking sub to champ, dude. God damn, Nexus, thank you so much. Holy fuck. Everyone better start thanking him that got those subs. Uh, so the thing is with with what the instruction you're giving right now, really, it already yeah. won't work because it's it's too many uh, instructions for them. They won't be able to handle the stun trap part. Uh, what do you What do you mean you? <laughs> they can't handle placing stun traps. Okay, uh, then you just lose. There's no other way to play. It. No, because <laughs> they always forget that stun traps can be bought at the supply depot or a supply depot. Ah, uh, you know. So so you're never gonna win against PA engagements <laughs> unless you bait them. And the only way to bait them is to fake a fight, and and the only way you could successfully fake a fight is if they get caught in stun traps, or else they just like you know run at you and like pick people off on the way. Yeah, it's a Sacrifice push and pull your friends. That's how you that's we, how you bait out a PA. We have slowly been doing that a little bit, like the last. Um, I I mean, not I don't I don't know. We haven't really been baiting. We need to bait PAs, but we have been setting up stun traps where we're grouping up lately, and then like trying not to full like ball v ball engage, but more like splitting up and spreading out. We haven't done too much like baiting. We probably should. I don't know if it's possible. It's yeah, I mean it's it's really good. <laughs> like especially like uh, it doesn't even have to be just PAs. Even if you're just like outnumbered, right? It works because I I do that a lot when you see me fight with these. Because sometimes they'll, like, murk out into, like, um, weaker guilds and stuff like that. Usually, um, like, most of the time when I'm shot calling, I'm usually at a back foot. I don't think I've actually had, like, an equalized fight in a really long time. But, um, y well, you'll see, you'll see me do it a lot. Like, uh, I'll, like, I'll, like, uh, like, in EU, it just recently happened for one of the T1s I did. Um, I was, sh I was shot calling for a guild called Lunacy, and they only had, uh, 15, 20 people against 40. And I, I I constantly just set up this like stun trap field on the top of the of the hill, and we would fake and engage. We would bait them out of their base. They would come out. They would take the fight there, and we would and I would tell people to feed BSR to like a Valks instead of Guardians this time, and they would get some like suctions on the stun traps, and like they would wipe. Like in no in no world should like. 15 20 people should be wiping 40 but if like you set up the right fight for it like you can pull it off pretty well and like that sort of stuff like is really doable 
when you start picking up more on the like the more normative like sort of shot calling like the 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 uh the directionals and things like that and the pinging and stuff once you get used to that like you can start doing things like that and like numbers don't start to become a real problem until maybe later on in the war when uh, death timer starts spiking because you're always going to lose most of the time if you're just outnumbered and the gear is equal because of death timers but uh, you, there's ways to play around it but it's never most of the time it won't end up in you winning but it'll at least make it more fun and enjoyable and uh, a bit more playable right what do you think uh besides whiz witch what are the classes that if if someone were to apply to join snake what are the classes that people would not have to roll off to stay in snake like which which classes are good in nodorn or good in siege uh shy okay shy whiz witch <laughs> if you need shies there's like a cap on shies of course like you don't want too many, but you want it just enough to hold off, like maybe a one v two or a one v one, you know, because it makes it way more bearable when you're holding cast. Um, casters, we already went with that. Zerkers, um, zerkers are definitely something I'm sure like a lot of siege guilds would even want. Just the Q buffs are really good, and I don't think that's ever going to be deniable. And I know they're on a thirty minute cooldown, right? But every push, <laughs> it, 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 every push is just about. Um, three every three minutes, right? Because most of the time, most guilds would would wait until their V is up before they actually push. And uh, Zerkers are definitely still always going to be uh, just utility wise. Their Q buff is just insane. the The amount of like the amount of procs they get on it's insane. So I, I'm sure that's always going to be a class that would get recruited if it's geared enough. Um, maybe that's how you fix. PA. I think that's it. You just make well, that bitch like a 20 minute cooldown or something. Do do bladers have any sort of place? <laughs> <laughs> no. Even even if you were to argue, hey, they could pop stun traps, kick W. Yeah, a, a guardian could hold their Q block, their block, and get a frontal <laughs> block and have three sixty suit. Like they would have super armor, and they can block and they can move and they have an iframe too if they need to get out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's just like. You can't really make much of an argument for like many of these other classes. I think Zerker, Caster, and Shies were like the the draw. The limit is Archer sort of falling off because for a while people liked Archers, but is that not? Yeah, Archer, Archer fell off for sure. What about Ranger? I, I, I still think they're Suck Ranger. I would think it's a it's a tier above Archer when it comes to holding down a specific spot. I think that Archer definitely performs more in open fields in comparison to Ranger. I think Ranger performs more when it could just sit still and just pepper and damage right while it's being protected maybe on a wall in some castle but yeah were you always a wizard what was i always a wizard no i i, I really enjoyed striker because uh, when i would shock call i would pop e-buff and just hold w and ping <laughs> yeah <where laughs> I to go. true true yeah well now, but now, you're, now um, you're permanently protected without an e-buff look at you yeah so now, like, I just, um, I would, I would uh, suck wizards pretty good. Well, I mean, just any caster is good because you could literally just, you know, what the timer is for your PA one always. Right. So you always know when it's up. And that's really good information to know as a shot caller. Cause when I have to ask when our PAs are a little bit off, let's say like I PA one into, into a guild and I don't use my three and four, having a fucking call for PA three and four and people just fucking cricket sounds and no one's fucking saying shit. I'm like, well, goddamn, that fucking sucks. Like, you know, like having to ask people, like, here's the thing, right? I want to ask the least amount from people as possible because 
it's more preferable for me to have to rely on myself knowing that I could, I'm, I'll be capable to do like a good job rather than have to ask someone else for that same information. So anything to like, you know, uh, anything to minimize the amount of uh, effort other people have to put in, you know, just for the safety of it all. Based on the small amount that you've seen, do you think do you think the new class Hashishim is going to be allowed into Snake? <laughs> no, it, I mean I don't know. Maybe like I think the only thing that I could like probably save it is like maybe if it has like a really good suction, like you know a mega tornado spawns up and it just sucks everyone under that. Maybe that's cool, but like I don't know. There's like no more suction. There's like suctions aren't like really a big thing now. Right. Nothing like really a good, good suck to get you in the snake, huh? Yeah, like it, I'm sure if it had like a fucking good like suck and and uh, what's it called um in its kit just to like help it perform in large skill, I'm sure that that would be like super viable, especially for holding a castle. But we'll see. I mean, I don't fucking care about it because I, I don't know. I, just, I think it looks like I don't know what what they were aiming for. I thought it was gonna be more like a deserty looking type, but like it 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 like it look he looks like he's like from like high school to like a fucking 12th grader with like a fucking fresh fade and like some nice Jordans. Dude, I don't know what they were going for, dude. I'll be honest, dude. It looks weird. I, I don't know what kind of subliminal messages fucking PPA is trying to send us, dude. I have no fucking idea, all right? I just think the class looks really out of place in terms of looks to what I actually thought it was going to look like. Yeah, I thought it was going to look like... I was kind of like expecting a... Um... A Valencian type banana, uh, yeah, bandana over his head or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Just like it, like having the aesthetics of someone who lives in the fucking desert. But he, he, my boy, got out of his fucking barber shop, fresh <laughs> faded, bro. Paid that fifty dollar cut. Like my boy is chilling. I'm like, god damn, dude. All right, uh, we'll we'll talk about the hot scene in a sec. I'm gonna do guest question. So if uh, anyone that's well, new to the I, show, I, I... yep. Ahead, I had one more question all right, let's for Norelia before we get into guest questions. Because this gets asked all the time, and I'm sure you get asked this a bunch like on stream as well. Yeah. If you are someone who's getting into Nodors and you want to get into shot calling, how do you like how do you become a good shot caller? Because I'm sure you get asked that all the time. We've been asked that a couple times as well, both like on the, the show and like out of the show. So like if you're um, a new player and you're like I want to get into shot calling but I don't know where to start and I don't know how to be good, what would you what would you tell that person? You just um well like I think that one of the biggest things is I, I spoke about this a little bit before is how um people are super indecisive about what they do and they're really scared to make mistakes. And I know people hear this a lot, but you really in reality like going over hypotheticals and stuff like that before like a war starts and things like that. Those things are good. But typically you learn the most from your own mistakes. And yeah, it sucks that you lose. But it, like, you know, if you lose enough, you start to learn. You start to pick th new things up. Um, also, like um, just just sticking to what you're... I, I don't want to say your gut, but like if, if you have a, a pre-assumption of what you have to do first and you and you do it and you follow through with it and it wasn't as good... Then, then you learn from something like that. You don't learn from like stuttering and like not doing anything and like half-assing a push or half-assing a, 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 um, a retreat or anything that you might do like that. Anything that you half-ass, you're never going to learn from. Like just fucking take the L and just see where it takes you, see where that call takes you. And if it's good, it's good. And you'll figure out if it's good or not. And uh, you'll take a little bit from that. 
another thing you can do is watch other people that you think are good at it and maybe try to mimic or like copy what they're doing and incorporate that into what you're already doing maybe and that really helps a lot those are like pretty fundamental and basic things um and then last of all i would say to just do it over and over and over again because it's something you have to do to like a lot you kind of you have to be very repetitious and i'm sure that this is like easily applicable to everything so it's not it's something really special like it's something really hard um but the one drawback from it and i'm sure this is where everyone instantly gets turned off by it is the fact that you'll see these really good players that used to frag a lot they used to go fucking ham and crazy are underperforming when they are shot calling that is just natural you just you completely underperform you don't get to enjoy the game from a personal from a personal level like you getting the bomb in or do something stupid and do something crazy and fun that's not something you're going to do very much of and you really lose that enjoyment overall so it's a bit of a sacrifice personally to want to do it all the time because you'll hear a lot of people who shot call who um man when they start playing by themselves they really just like you hear the happiness in their voice almost like holy shit like they actually get to enjoy their own character and frag out and actually enjoy the node war instead of having to worry what fucking dumbass timmy's pushing in and solo peeing for no fucking reason like <laughs> you know like you, you, th that worry is off your back and you could like actually enjoy the game so i mean but there's a there, there is like some enjoyment from calling for people and like getting to win the the winning part is where you get most of your enjoyment but um you you don't really get to enjoy the game for yourself as a, just an individual player but yeah i i guess that would be pretty much it i wouldn't have much else to say apart from that all right so some of these you already kind of answered so any of the ones that you've already answered just give kind of your tldr um but orakami asks what does he think of the t1 scene um i think it's really good i think it's a really good example for like pearl abyss to look at and to see where most of their population is going because undoubtedly most people are on t1s even the people that are geared i think yeah. they should use that as and reflect on what what makes that so good and what can they do about it to maybe implement that sort of that that sort of like um feeling you get from tier ones into like tier twos and maybe even siege like why are people going there and why oh, are people yeah it's it's literally just one answer it's fucking pa okay I'll, I'll save you the fucking work and hassle of putting in the dev team to actually solve <laughs> this fucking question it's pa dude if you really care that much about uh pvp and wanting the same tier one feel that that's so good for everyone else it's literally just fucking pa uh he also asks how would you rework all wars so players aren't isolated into what he personally calls the four main groups siege node war t2 through t4 t1 uh and then the t1 different tiers i don't know i kind of like the system i don't think i would really like reorganize it i think it's an okay like thing to have i'm not i'm not entirely sure actually I never really put much thought into like how I would actually go about like I hate going over like these fucking hypothetical things. Okay, like I I honestly don't know like what I would do personally. I think it's fine already as it is. I think um, the gear restrictions are fine. I guess whatever. I, I I don't know. I don't know how effectively they are because they don't really have the numbers for this sort of stuff. But I mean, I think it's okay the way it is. Um, I'm sure that if um pa was removed that like the incentives to want to move up would, would be there for people because now they can make more money 
or they can fight stronger guilds if they're tired of fighting weaker guilds and they can move on to siege even um but i'm sure that like the only thing that's turning people off from even wanting to climb that like ladder of like uh tier one tier two threes four siege is the fact that like they always have to fight a fucking pa after tier one didn't they say at the high del ball right that they were actually going to remove tier fours I'm not sure. The only thing that I read from that, because I read it on stream, was the fact that they're adding PVE nodes. I don't know what the fuck that's gonna be, but but oh, man. but I, I laughed a lot. I don't I don't know what the fuck PVE nodes is gonna look like, but shit, dude, I have no idea what they have planned for us. Am I crazy, but, Frosty? Did they not say that? I thought they did. They said oh, it, they said it would be three tiers. Yeah, like yeah, with yeah. a where you could like expand on the node for better rewards. You'd like fight on the next node that's connected to a node one or some shit like that yeah that's also, interesting i also didn't give much much of a talking point to this because i actually do think this is bad uh mercs yeah they're fuck. it's dog shit i mean it, it's it's dog shit to an extent i think that um how it's capped right now for nodes is actually okay i don't really see much of a problem with that i think that's fine for siege though Siege is a different question. The fact that you have unlimited slots, well, not unlimited, you know, you could only have like 100 technically, but um, yeah, the fact that you could recruit as many mercs as possible into a siege guild really disincentivizes a lot of people who are in Serenity and Balanos from even wanting the push of making a guild of their own or like wanting to recruit because of the fact that you could like pay 30 mil to people who actually just want to come out and frag out for siege instead of having to put in time and effort and dedication into meeting people and to doing all this fucking socialization like wanting to Building up a guild in general. yeah yeah it's just the, all that effort is just eased away man this like 30 30 man this like 40 50 man guild is gonna fucking just pay you 30 mil to come and just enjoy a Saturday war. And that's like really, really, really bad for people who want to move up and maybe play Siege. And it's like another uh, um, another deteriorator apart from PA. It's like those two things right there are like one of the major reasons why people refuse to like actually want to fucking, you know, go uh, make, the, make their own guild and join Siege. Like what the fuck's the point? So what do you think? Just put a just put a cap on Mercs and Siege, like five people or something? Yeah, you either limit it or you remove it from Siege. Yeah. Really, I got, I got a I got a question. So, I mean, you've obviously mentioned multiple times PA being the main issue when it comes to like the the Siege scene or even Node War scene, the normal Node War scene, not T ones, for example. But yeah, as a this obviously probably be an impossibility, but humor the idea um what if all the major siege guilds actually decided on an experiment to actually not use the skill pa in a siege to see how it would actually work (laughs) to kind of prove as an example to pa that hey this can actually be fun with more classes in the history of siege like the first engage somebody would backstab and be popping pa I can already tell. Like, there's no way, dude. I, I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Humor, I'm just saying, the I'm idea, saying as like, a yeah. humor, a humor yeah. the idea. Uh, I think I think it would look better. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think it would. people would feel better. Well, I mean, not technically feel better. A lot of people would be out of their comfort zone because they're used to playing with PA, but I'm sure that a lot of like classes, a lot of rack classes, I like to call them, like Mayos, Musas, Kunos, Ninjas, and stuff like that, would actually yeah, like rack classes. Be, so we, we, yeah. Our lives matter. 
Yeah, it would actually be more enjoyable for them. Probably even for casters too. I mean, casters literally bop each other right now. You could have like 269 AP and bop any fucking caster in the game. It's kind of insane. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would think that people would be able to like enjoy that a, a lot more than what we're doing now, 100%. Yeah, I mean, like that's why I'm surprised it's kind of, I mean, I guess not really surprised. Obviously, it's like I said, in, probably an impossibility that something like that would actually be yeah, agreed upon and actually executed. But yeah, people um, people hate each other way too much in Siege yeah. to actually want to do that. Yeah. I I just wish like we tried that as a community to actually show PA like, hey, we can actually enjoy this far more if this was not here. Like and show as an example, just like you know, just by our own, you know resolve just showing it that we yeah. can do this the the problem is even if it even if everyone participated properly i don't think they'd notice would make no they weird. wouldn't but i mean <laughs> you would have to make it like obviously streamers and whatnot would have to like try to make it as advertised as humanly possible and try to get you know the gms and whatnot to notice it as well through yeah, like could we, uh, the, uh, could we get snake to give the uh the map treatment again we just need I, to do that again basically I, I think something that would garner far more attention would be all of the siege guilds agree to just permanently kick out whiz witches from their guild that would oh, that everyone would be talking about that they oh yeah i would have to see like wait you're not letting any of these people in they're just all gone this huge segment of the community that, that just kicked that wouldn't fly oh, yeah, because there's there's too much of their core is literally focused solely around those classes you're you're talking about forcing them to re-roll i'm just saying like prevent you know make sure that they're not using that skill um I didn't bring this up because I didn't want to kill the mood. I hate PA, right? Because I like people fighting each other and shit. It, it'd probably be more fun for most classes. But there is a huge problem, and Falanzi brought it up. <laughs> it's the fact that pushing a castle without PA is um, uh, is yeah. is well, going to be the most yeah. miserable experience in um in in BDO history. I don't think anyone yeah. would actually enjoy, apart from like okay, maybe so, Vexus, so they're they're I, I agree with that. I just think that's another PA issue entirely. Ten k HP. There, there you go. I just fixed it. <laughs> yeah. And then what? You said add ten k. another ten k. Just ten k. It fixes it. Bro, May was already fucking struggling popping people. Dude. <laughs> dude, Not wrong. That, that sounds like some shit that someone in the PA boardroom would say, though. You gotta imagine. like, But if we remove PA, then people are gonna die too fast. This is a good concept PA. open field, but um, Castle is a, a little bit different. Um, I think that, like, yeah, it, it would say, you know, it sucks that you need a skill to virtually push a castle. R pretty bad fucking design, in my opinion. But, I mean, hey, dude, like, unlucky. So that's Honestly, one of the reasons I believe they're never going to take it out is because of things like Castle Siege. But yeah, just remove castles. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah. I think ultimately you got to make it, you got to make Everyone it very has similar to, to Serendia and yeah. Balanos. Cast, yeah, yeah. Just, castle yeah, Siege it. would be more fun. Like, all right, imagine PA is removed, but Castle Siege was like actually like what you see in movies all the time where there's multiple entrances that people are running through and yeah. sewers yeah. and basements and like yeah or just like not have the gate and have it a little bit more open that well, way yeah. there's actually some fighting room yeah. having the really one entrance could... makes pa uh necessary even yeah. sucks yeah like it, you could remove pa and have it be fine but you would have to change how the castles are to not be hey there's literally only one fucking way to get in here 
So we'll just pile all of our people on this fucking door and then just like spam. <laughs> well, I mean, technically you have the sewers, but I mean, hey, I mean, yeah, one way. Yeah. I mean, that's only <laughs> one way for most classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Unless yeah. you have a fucking, unless you're running jump heights. Um, yeah, it's bad. Kamora asks, when will Norelio get an actual desk? I'm ban that person. <laughs> uh, Pew Pew Twelve says, "Does he think he is the best shot caller in NA? And if so, what makes him different slash better?" Uh, I don't. I like to say that I am because I mean, I don't know, dude. I just like, you know, that's like I guess that's like my stream persona. That sounds cringe to say. Holy <laughs> shit, I just cringe so hard. But like, yeah, it's like. I don't. I don't mind, dude. Fuck it. Like, I just like having an ego. Fuck it. Like, I don't actually think I'm like the best shot caller. Unironically, sometimes I do. I do some nutty shit sometimes, but I don't think that like it, it's to the performance of like because I don't think what I do is really that special, really. Because I think I think most of shot calling is pretty simple. I just think you have to find people willing to do it, and that's the hard part, yeah, man. That's a that's really fucking hard part. Trusting trusting your 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 teammates to actually follow through and execute. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Devac says, "How did you end up with Lunacy? He saw you shot call for them in EUT ones and was really confused about how that came to be." Um, I don't know. They just watched my stream and they're fanboys, so they were like, "Hey, fuck it, broke them shock off for us," and I didn't. So you play, you play EU sometimes, right? Like you have an EU yeah. character and everything. EU tier ones, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, how's your ping over? God, there? who would want to subject themselves to two times uh, a day? Train. Huh. <laughs> I just I don't know. I just really like it. I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> um. Tot says, do top guilds NA have any contact with top guilds EU, share secrets, etc.? If so, what's your experience with it? I mean, like, maybe some people know some other people. It happens 100%. Like, people talk to different guilds in different areas. Shit, even to SA guilds. Sometimes you, like, hit them up and, like, you talk to them and stuff like that. And you're like, yo, how many how many casters? How many, what's the meta over there? How many shies are you holding Valencia with? You know, you just... You, you talk around, but I mean, most of the time, and NA really doesn't refer to any other guild over Siege because Siege in every other region is just pretty fucking dog shit. So, I mean, right. and, and I, think, I, yeah, yeah. I think the bigger issue is that top guilds in EU are the equivalent to T1s in NA. So it's kind of like. You know. <laughs> yeah. They have higher life skill mastery, though. True. <laughs> uh, the Otter says, Why is Snake number one? Why Snake number one? Who said Snake was number one? Show Nation's number one, buddy. Get with the fucking program, okay? Dog Nation every day. <laughs> Awkward Ninja says five words or less to explain why not playing Witch Wizard is trolling your Siege Guild. Wait, wait, wait. Five words or less to saying... Wait, five, what was he's saying give, give five words or less to explain why not playing Wizard or Witch is trolling your Siege Guild. Why not playing Wizard or Witch is trolling your Siege Guild? Yeah. You have no fucking PA. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you have no fucking PA. Done. You're a leech class, Flonzy says. That was easy. Q says, what was the point of Snake but with, but with HP? At least looking at it now, I was hoping to see you guys go fuck people up. 
and then he puts a little face. So I'm, I think the implication here is that um, you got your 5,000 HP, I, then started getting bot. <laughs> I, I, you misread. You, I, I don't know how people keep thinking that we want to fight. I mean, fucking, I swear to God, every time B-Kill talks, it's him saying that he doesn't want to fight. <laughs> he talks about some other random sh Like, it's just, it's always been the thing. That's just, like, the mentality of, like, the guild. I know a lot of people dislike the fact that we don't want to go out there and kill people with our gear, but I think a lot of people, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it back again. A lot of people really do not enjoy Siege as much as, as much as we would like to believe. Like, most of us like open world. It's even getting to the point where people deliberately enjoy GVGs that happen at 3 in the morning over scripting a Siege uh, fight for, like, five hours and then, like, getting Zerged at the end of it. Like, fuck, it's, it's getting to that point where people literally enjoy open world PvP over just scheduled pvp and yep that sounds really weird i think maybe people think you guys like the pvp because when you do pvp oftentimes snake likes to shit talk a lot yeah doesn't <laughs> yeah it's everyone. sort of the reputation that, yeah. that you guys have even though you say you don't want to fight every time it's like you, you do fight and then you shit talk the guild like lol you're trash or whatever you know yeah it doesn't it doesn't help but yeah. also what's funny is that i i i have always thought it was strange how like pre man up dying right old man up like good man up everyone knew snake didn't want to fight it was a meme that snake wanted to just hide in Medaya. yeah but it was true payouts. It, yeah but everybody knew it but for some reason when man up died and snake kind of became like top dog by default yeah. everyone went like oh now Snake wants to fight, but Snake <laughs> really changed yeah. their position. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I honestly think that my my thought on that or my theory is that B-Kill has a very condescending voice, dude. He's like, yeah, guys, we don't want to fight, dude. Like, he sounds super meme and, like, slow and shit like that. He makes it sound like a joke, and I guess that's why people think, <laughs> like, he's, like, fucking around. But, like, he actually means it, guys. He does not want to fight. He just... He just wants to sit in his fucking castle. <laughs> That's all he wants. <laughs> like, I, I don't think he's ever lied about that. I'm pretty sure he's been pretty straightforward about everything that he's, like, said about regarding, like, as to where Snake stands with how they want to, like, what they want to do, at least. Uh, regarding something you said earlier, though, here's here's my question to you. When do you get bored of winning in Snake and, and leave and join Black Rose or Chonation? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't think I will because, like, I like for some reason um I really enjoy like I really enjoy like the different people that are there and also the fact that like I myself personally have never made the effort to want to push for gear and I like I don't know be like I talked to B kill and DMs and he was pretty like uh he like he like motivated me he like really motivated me to want to like make push for gains and like do stuff by myself he's like you don't have to be useless when you shock all you know that and i'm like shit dude this whole time like like everyone's been telling me that i could i even thought that too but like but like in reality i don't have to be a fucking like dp geared meme fucking meme lit to like to like shock call you know i could put in the effort that like every other person is too into their gear and shit and like try to kill people and stuff and i think that's like really where like uh it resonates with me a lot i guess and wanting what to say right now by the um way. so three months ago when i joined snake i was 89 ap with like 450 dp or some shit like that 
and uh, I, I, I was not making any effort to push my gear. I had no silver. I, I never grinded. I only got on for Node Wars. And uh, after three months, um, I'm about to hit 269 Kudum. And uh, I've, been, I've been pushing the gear a lot. I'm, I mean, I'm still a gear lit. I'm not saying I'm some fucking hot shit to fuck with. But I, I've, been, I've been making a push to actually wanting the gear. I have a theory a little bit on what, what you said, Reslar, about like because snake that was their thing right snake is like literally we just want to sit on medaya back in the day but when man up died i think one of the things that changed is that a lot of people from man up went to snake and i think that changed the reputation a little bit i think they only took like the streamers and like i didn't think they took that many i sort of got like they were talking about it like right. when it actually happened and like at most they took like five eight people like i don't think they actually took that many man up and then after that, well, with the stream, I mean, with the streamers, you have a lot of like, it looks like man up is just going to snake, right? When you have all the man up streamers. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's how it looks yeah, yeah. on the outside. And then I, I, I honestly thought you were going to go a different direction with that. I was like, yeah, with the streamers, dude, they literally control Twitch. <laughs> I thought you were going to go <laughs> no, no, some no. conspiratorial fucking shit right now, but yeah. <laughs> no, and then my second theory is that. I mean, you guys did have a period when you guys were allied with Black Rose, where I, I wasn't in the were... guild back then, but yeah, okay, I remember yeah, that. Snake was definitely trying to PvP back then, and there were some cool rivalries because of the whole like Cho Chotex versus um, whatever Black Mamba, I guess was the name. Yeah, Black Mamba. Uh, like that, those fights were actually good and like real, and it looked like Snake cared about PvP, and then they went back to being dormant. So I think that didn't help, maybe. Why people yeah. think that? I don't know. I think I think it maybe has to do with the fact that there's not that many as many guilds as there was before to do something like that. And also because yeah, I mean, yeah, actually it's a good answer because of the fact that it's literally to the point where it's three guilds against three. It's like uh the Vertex Bassy Cho versus um uh Black Rose um Corrupt and Barcode. And yeah. uh there's no way to really slide into either side unless you're just willing to fuck the other side over completely. And most of the time, you're just going to be getting in the middle of things. So, you know. Eumenidae yeah. um, says, talk about the SEA versus Thai Siege. So uh, you talked about that earlier, but I guess yeah, you have a overall thoughts on it. Oof, man. Fucking Sea Boys. Y y you pick Sasha to represent your region? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Unlucky, boys. <laughs> you really took the L on that one. <laughs> Um, no, no, I'm fucking, I'm fucking around. I think, fuck, no, I'm not fucking around. I'm, I'm being completely serious. Sasha, you fucking suck. Dude. Was, was it one-sided or was it actually a close fight? It was really one-sided. Okay, because uh, I'm gonna review this later. But here's the thing, dude. They willingly, I'm, I'm gonna ask them. Uh, did they choose their spots to place for that siege? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure. yeah, let's assume they did. Why why the fuck would you build in cannon distance of a castle, dude? Why why in a million how do you make that mistake? That's like a rule of thumb, dude. That's like one of the rules you're not meant to break. Like, why would you ever build in cannon distance of a castle? That's like wanting that that's like asking <laughs> to die. I swear to God, here's what happened, dude. My boy Big Sasha got both guilds and he's like, we're running it down into the castle. They ran it down once. And then you know what you want to know what happened after? They got fucking 16 cannons in that fucking castle, and they fucking shit on the guild that was right next to them, dude. That's really what happened. And it, it was really disappointing after that point. 
I got uh, info saying that they were able to choose the location. Ah, yeah, yeah. You, your region fucked itself before the war even started. That's that's upsetting. Like that's six really hours upsetting. before so, it started, they chose. <laughs> why? Why did they? Uh, why did one side have the castle? It seems kind of uh, weird. So. Uh, yeah, I thought that like it would really play into the dynamic where like they would literally just lose because they're playing. Like, yeah, castle is not as much of a disadvantage as people would like to believe. But the regrouping from castle is where the problem is, dude. It takes a little bit. It takes it takes like 20, 20, 30 more seconds to regroup before another guild. And those 20 and 30 seconds can be used for pushing. So it's a, it's a bit of a fucking disadvantage when it comes to that. And it plays a huge part when it happens, like, over the course of... Uh, when the war is longer, the, the disadvantage is going to show more and more. Right. Oh, they're running it back and swapping sides? Yeah, so hopefully so when they run it back, the fucking Thailand people don't build next to fucking castle and get cannon. It's literally right. the dumbest fucking thing you could do. Like, it, it's even before... They lost before champ select, dude. That's the fucking meme. Like they actually lost before they even like they even they even actually got the fight. Yeah, I think this idea is really cool, but I I've just been wondering like, why would you not put this on like NA and EU first, right? Like think probably about how hype that would be. Probably because ping, right? I feel like it's probably harder. I don't know. I guess yeah. Yeah, sure. ping maybe. I don't know. I don't think the ping would be that bad. I'm sure most of us would be at a hundred, and um, we're already used to playing that on NA. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Rose, just we're like doing the EU community night, and uh, that ping is fucked, dude. Shit's bad. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not like you. Lag, you though, so. It's not like you need like pinpoint fucking maneuvers in large scale like you do in one v ones to dodge a <laughs> grapple, though. Let's be yeah, honest. don't help shit. Oh, if Zethian says NAEU are published by PA, that's why. Or not published by PA. Yeah, yeah or not PA. Yeah. True, God, true. True, why? Dude, fuck Kakao. Holy shit, I fucking hate him. I'm sorry, are any of you Kakao partners? I didn't mean that, if you are. <laughs> Us? Oh, yeah. Partners? Yeah. No, Rizlar says... Kakao doesn't know we exist. Hey, same, dude. Let's go. <laughs> uh... Marilla says, what was your most memorable siege slash node war? Ah, Let's get a story, dude. Story time. I'm glad. Yeah, I'll show you a clip, too, for this. All right. Dude, Falonzi probably already knows what I'm, I'm finna whip out. Let me look up one of my good friends called Friendly Vipe. He's from Corrupt. <laughs> dude, this uh, is where we need the Jeopardy music playing. No, 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 I got you. Okay, so the siege is a pretty unwinnable fight overall. Right. It's a, uh, it's a three v. Was it Flonzi? Was it a three v two? It was against Barcode and Blackers, but at their peak, it was when they were the best. Like they were peaking. They had like insane gear, and Vertex was just getting started. They had Vanguards as their shock caller, mm -hmm. and it was a three v two on Valencia. It looked pretty bad for us because at that point, BR could literally one v two us pretty efficiently. And Barcode could 1v1 really, really efficiently back then. And um, it was looking pretty bad. Corrupt was tanking most of um, BR. And it literally got to the point where I couldn't fight them at all. So I said, hey, whenever they have Ellie's, we'll try to push out and burn them and just stay inside of our base for the rest of it. Don't even fucking open field. We're just going to lose and we're going to lose our base even faster. So that's when they introduced Ogres. And ogres, they, 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 that was the first siege that they used ogres. They got three, like, I think it was four ogres on our base. They were slamming our walls. And those things go through your walls pretty fast back then. And uh, we were super, super low. 
and uh it, it looks really bad and then uh um br barcode barcode was getting one v two'd and they were at ten percent corrupt was on one percent and then and then this happened yeah yeah you called it dude there's a clip here we go oh all right full screen volume up and here we go Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 no, 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 wait. Yo, wait. Don't now. Um, now. It was a 3v3, actually. They had a Merc guild on their side. Okay. But I'll let you watch the clip first. All right, here we go. Um, yeah, you go. Yo, CTG now, CTG now, CTG now. Fuck it, CTG, 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 <laughs> CTG, just do it. CTG and kill barcode. Their cannons are down, their cannons are down. Barcode. CTG and kill barcode now. Flex, stay at base. Flex, stay at base. Flex, stay at base. Main ball, take the fucking CTG. Kill Barcode's base. 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 Yes! Oh my god, prepare! Holy shit, repair! We're like less than one. Get the base, get the base, get the base. If you haven't taken CTG, just stay. Oh my god. So, what happened after that part? They got to 1v2 BR and just win. Oh Slowly, my God, dude. yeah, no, like they were at ten percent, we were at one percent. So how the f whole fight started was like we were pre-planning. I think um we all decided uh, to start on their Merc Guild, all three of us collectively, and we just fucking it took like I was like, yeah, everyone should just CTG and just send it on, and we take that Merc Guild, and they literally just lose slowly, and uh, maybe, and uh, we all three of us started on their Merc Guild that was stacked, like almost full guild was stacked Mercs. We took it out like that. Because we all committed on it, and then it turned into a three v two, and then BR got us to like yeah one percent, and uh, I saw that they wiped, and uh, and before that I I knew that we were gonna clear them slowly, so I was telling our GM, hey head over there and drop the CTG. He's like, dude, I have no horse, I can't do. It. I'm like, dude, fucking escape, escape, and make it happen. He drops the CTG in there, and like you could hear like people are laughing at me. They're like, are you serious? Like why the fuck would you CTG at one percent? They were like thinking I was joking or something. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking around. <laughs> like, actually take the CTG. I know that we're 1%, but we're fine. And we we ended up pulling it off. And then they just, they got to 1v2. Um, They got to 1v2 BR. But yeah, we were dead in one tap. Like, our base is like at point, point, like 0.3%. Like, there wasn't it, even a fucking pixel to yeah, represent yeah. it. Yeah, it, it was it was done. There's no way we could survive if we just waited. There's no way they would have won if we just waited. So I was like, fuck it, we're going to die anyways. Just try to help them win. And it, it, it was fucking, it was, it was one of the best fucking fights ever. Like, definitely one of my it's best. It's a hell of a call. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. How did they not just like one tap you down after that? You just defend. Did they not push um, back out or? So I had spawns initially, and I knew that we would be okay. People were like staggering, but we had enough main ball to send there, and barcode uh, uh, got a wall up. It was looking pretty bad. It looked like they couldn't kill barcode for now, and uh, they were getting walls up and shit, and they were turtling, and they were fine. There's even a clip of the opposite side. You guys know who Jeffy the Wise is? He streams mm -hmm. it. Yeah, he's got a yep. clip of it, and he's like, yeah, we're fine. We're rebuilding. Everything's looking good on their side, and, like, Bassy and Vertex are just getting regrouped. And uh, it looks like they're actually going to be able to turtle. And um, we get the we get the CTG off, and he just freaks out. He's like, oh, shit, corrupt just CTG. You need to kill them now. And, like, we just kill them. And then uh, BR kills us a, a bit after with an ogre, I think. An ogre gets the last hit on our base. No mean. We couldn't do anything about it. We were trying to stop it for all dear life, but that fucking ogre made it through and like slammed our base. 
I'm pretty sure what ended up happening. And uh, yeah, that's like it was it was fucking cool as fuck. Good to hell of a play. Yeah. My favorite node wars were the the fifty times we two v one fixins and got them off node immediately. <laughs> yeah, is that what happened? <laughs> happened a lot. Everyone was willing to ally with us against you guys because everyone hated you. Yeah, every <laughs> fucking time. Dude, I missed those days back then. I could actually one v five guilds. It was insane. I missed those days, man. Fuck. I really, really do. But, it was yeah. funny whenever you would drop on a on a node and it would be like a siege guild, like a fucking Cho Nation and, and a Vixens and then like a bunch of other guilds. And it would be like, all right, we all know how this works out. We kill Cho Nation, we kill Vixens, and then we go from there. <laughs> That's the stupidest fucking thing ever, man. Uh, the boys didn't mind that. It actually stroked their ego so much that people were willing to Zergus. I think that's why I liked them so much. No one actually got that tilted about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. All right. So that's it for the guest questions. If you, whenever we have a guest, if we if we know ahead of time, we'll let everyone know, and you guys can ask questions in the in the Discord. Make sure you join the the Value Pack Discord for that. Onward and upward, we got this. Uh, I'll just post it in here. I'm sure you guys have all seen it. The trailer. You know, they're totally zoomed in trailer that they do for classes right before release. Um, <laughs> the one where they're doing mostly the auto attack abilities. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know how the Maywell one looks epic and cool on its release. You mean the right. video that they, the video that they commissioned Jigsaw to make for them? Yes, exactly. Wait, is that is that serious? <laughs> no. All right. No, 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 he just he always plays so zoomed in. <laughs> um. So I guess like we we've seen this and the the GM's playing the class and really you said you think the class looks kind of lame. Yeah, but I don't care about it. Rez, Nayashi, what do you guys think so far from what you've seen on the class? It looks pretty crazy. It's like a ninja wannabe with wind. <laughs> ninja wannabe with wind. I mean, look at those fucking tornadoes, bro. Dude, the tornadoes and remastered look so fucking sick. They do. I'm just, I, I kind of have a feeling that they're gonna be like super like OP at first, and they're gonna be like crowd zoning tools because it'll just do so much fucking damage, and then they're gonna nerf them down into oblivion where they won't do anything. I bet you the tornadoes is just gonna be like the fucking wolves on Archer, where they don't actually do a thing. Um, I mean, you could see that they do something though, like in the video. Like the it's wolves was just, they just appeared, right? But there's like, at least the PvE vacuum stuff. I mean, it's just like an animation for a skill. Yeah, the, the wolves are just there for lore, Rez. Right? <laughs> for lore? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, to me, it looks like a mix of Ninja and Musa, so I'm not looking forward to that but i don't know i guess it looks cool i hope the awakening is more tornado and less uh zoop zoop disappear reappear behind you nothing personal kid omawa shinderu uh true I, I don't want more of that tornadoes could be cool uh yeah, please no more personal, block jump style bullshit nothing personal kid is not cool i don't want more classes disappearing and reappearing on my screen 
Yeah, I zoom in off of that shit with Sork and Ninja and Kuno and fucking. But that's God what Man. it looks like they will be though. It will be a, a zipping in and out of your fucking up. view. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that the awakening is different. I'm I'm hoping to God. Why is everyone so caught up on the skills? My boy has an edge up. He's faded, dude. This is insane, <laughs> dude. Why would they... <laughs> this have nothing to do with the game at all, dude? Why is this in here? He's got a sick haircut. Why? 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 Because <laughs> it makes no sense, dude. Dude, you gotta dude. be fashionable if you're gonna make it out in the desert. All right. Dude, the Black Spirit has to have you represented. Says what it is. I think he looks, dude. I, I'm I'm super hyped for how it looks. Also, I like that it's kind of like it. Wait, wait, Rez, why do you say when you say uh like Ninja slash Musa that you're not excited about that part? What do you mean, or why? Because I just like, uh, dude, another one of these, really? Like, we need another fucking ninja. We need another fucking Sork, like disappearing, reappearing, like dashing all over the place, just slicing the fuck out of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, what do we uh, need another of? Not that. We Literally don't need casters. That's for fucking that. sure. Holy shit, we're having enough for fucking casters forever. I mean, I think of this like, the assassin classes we kind of have like the fewest of, right? In in the game, dude, we need a necromancer. That's what we need, dude. I'd be down. Necro. I mean, yeah, like, why why don't we have more casters? But there's only two casters in this game. They still represent I guess seventy percent of the I, server. Dark Dark Knight's I, I guess three if you count DK. Yeah. Sork is a caster. No, it's not. Stop. It is. It really is, though. Yeah, you got you. You have to count DK. Yeah, let's stop making fucking casters, dude. No more casters. What about um? So, all right, here, yeah, me, me and Frosty have had this idea, like a cursing necro, something that can like do a curse that would uh, actually do a negative PA. Yeah, there remove you go. PA with the curse. There you go. <laughs> remove, remove buffs. There you go. That'd be fucking dope. Watching your meal get taken off your fucking bar, dude. That would be crazy. Imagine, and it's still on cooldown, so you can't get it back. Just removes your fucking villain and food. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I think the class looks looks cool. I do all, I do hope it's a lot more like Tornado and stuff, though, with the Awakening or the Succession. But not because yeah, I also, don't like that ninja-like, but I don't know. I'm trying to withhold Ultimate Judgment until I actually, A, get my hands on it, and B, uh, like, fight against it. Like, I, I'm trying, I know the skills are released and people are already making calls on whether it's going to be OP or whatever. I, I'm trying to withhold judgment. Can I read? Ooh. Can I read one? Can I read Dude, a... a bone? A bone wall too. We could just roll wall off people trying to charge you. <laughs> yeah. Can I re read a um a Reddit comment on the uh, skills for the Hashishim and yeah, what I would call an overreaction? Also, it is to be noted this person has the Musa flair. Um, <laughs> you know what that means. So he says. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it how I feel he probably was saying it in his head when he wrote it. Oh my god. So he basically has tons of debuffs. Movement slow, attack slow, cast slow, armor down, evasion down, hit rate down for 10 seconds on 13 second cooldown, plus tons of floats. Like really, 
five floats on a five to eight second cooldown plus frontal guard plus sa plus stiffness and stuns plus multiple dot up to 500 over 10 seconds and self buffs crit up evasion up hit rate up passive attack speed plus heals he has a great almost perma debuffs perma self heals heals up to 500 50 on each hit max 10 hits and more damage single target cc super armor and front guard plus mobility well i personally don't think this will stay like that but if it does well, GG. <laughs> I don't know why that's so amusing to me, dude. That was pretty funny. I feel like and a lot of Sh that... Shock said of... uh, he feels attacked the moment you said uh, this is a uh, Musa. Yeah, it's a Musa, dude. Just another Musa. Dude, you didn't even I know... I honestly feel like a lot of what that guy said was so generic that it could fit almost every class. Right? Like, wow, he has super armors, and he can heal? Like, a lot of classes have, like, heal on hit, or, like, some other heal. I, I like that of all the things he stopped and had to revisit, he's like, five floats? Should a class even have five floats? That sounds so OP. Like, who cares if a class... What? <laughs> like, it's just so, I would like, say random. The, I, would say, I would say the excessive amount of super armors plus three iframes would be the, the, the key for me. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, here's the other thing. We have no Anime idea well, what uh, this shit's actually like. Because not a single class has ever made any sense when it's just pre-awaken and not succession or awakening. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, People crazy, dude. Are, are, we, are we counting Archer? Well, Archer also had awakening. So, no. Yes? Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Looks cool. Uh, the other news is July 8th is the console pre-creation. So for those who did not know that, it, you can pre-create your shit on console July 8th. Uh, and then we will be getting it shortly after that, I guess? So wait, is console getting... Prince of Persia before Guardian? Yes, they're getting the Guardian on uh, in winter, apparently. Why? I think you know why. Because everyone on console will have to roll Guardian. I, just, I, I, don't, I don't really is know. Is there actually a reason why, though? I don't like, know if can, Are said... there any console players who could tell me? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, pre-creation console July eighth. I don't know why they're not getting the the Guardian until it's been like pushed back multiple times. So, like, does maybe the Guardian, maybe like Guardian can't function at twenty frames a second, and that's why it's getting delayed. See, I was thinking the opposite. <laughs> like, my thinking was that the Guardian would be far more OP at, at twenty frames per second, where you only need a couple of inputs, and that it would be too overpowered. So they're trying to figure that out. <laughs> I, I think that's more in line with what it is. Yeah. They could just do random AoEs, CC, and kill people, whereas other classes are struggling to just get single CCs. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure. So, yeah, that's Hashishim. Also, the um, we got our PvP changes this week. Yep. Have you guys have you guys done any testing? I know, Norelio, do you, do you even PvP, Norelio? Do you 1v1 outside or fight of, people? Or? Outside of Siege. Any of that stuff? He's muted. He might be AFK. Uh, he's muted. Yeah, he may have gone um, Yeah, have you guys tested anything? Rez or uh, Nayashi? 
Yeah, a little bit. Um, not What's a your definition lot. of testing? I don't know. Are you killing Ex- people, getting killed? Yes. Yeah, experienced anything at all? <laughs> yes. I was just fighting Inferno uh, earlier for fun. It's cry. I mean, he was pretty tanky, but I felt like I could do more damage to him overall. What class? Ice Inferno. Kuno. Or Mystic. Mystic, I'm sorry. He used I to be a Kuno, that. that's why I asked. I, I don't know what he plays now. Yeah, I, I realized that, actually. Frosty. When I say Kuno, I'm like, wait a yeah. minute. No, he was on Mystic. I love Zethian in your chat. Says Norelio struggled in PvE. Never mind PvP. <laughs> oh, man. Feels bad. And he's Talks not here to defend himself. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> Zethian is toxic. Yo, but real talk though, Archer does so much more damage to Guardian. It's hilarious, actually, now. I feel like in RBFs now, like, when I see a Guardian, I don't have to just run away. Like, I actually have a chance of killing them now. It's fucking amazing. Right. Uh, And then it's... As far as Zerker goes, Zerker's kind of in a weird place because uh, it's almost like they... I mean, it's exactly what I thought of when I first read the changes, and I watched a choice talk about it, and he basically said the exact same stuff that I was thinking, and that I said before, where they're just kind of like reinforcing the way that we already play, in a way, like in, at least in large scale. In, uh, in what capacity? like he pointed, he pointed out that like they buff Q buff. Why? Why does Q buff need a unbuff? But okay. They both super armors, but super armors don't matter whenever we die so fast, and now we're taking more damage from, like, fucking everybody. So the super armors are nice, but not particularly useful in large scale. Um, In 1v1s, it's very samey as before, in all honesty, but it seems like the only major difference, in all honesty, is more of a three-minute class in Siege because we take more damage from everybody. I mean, everybody takes more damage from from everybody, but, like, you can't go in and use your super armors, so you're relegated even more so to three-minute class than before. And they also buffed the three-minute class portion of the class. So it's... Why? Why? (laughs) It's so strange. Also, another thing Troy said in the video that I watched of his that I I thought was interesting was he was talking about how he he doesn't know why uh, the play is to make everybody take more damage when he feels like people should be taking less damage, which I think is an interesting take to have because I think that's kind of like a point of debate in the community, honestly. Well, I think I do wonder, too, if part of this or part of the weird, like part of the puzzle that we're missing is we don't have the 600 HP that KR has. Yeah. I know that's not that much, but the amount honestly, of difference honestly, a lot of these ratios are is almost like exactly what that would be. At least like on like Kuno Ninja. I mean, some are way more dramatic. The Archer versus Guardian. Like Guardian, I just feel like Guardian across the board is so much easier to kill Yeah. across the board, like basically for everybody. Well, because ev- I think everybody does more damage to Guardians, some more than others, like Witch Wizard, Archer, and Ranger. I think their percentages were a lot higher on Guardian, whereas I think on other classes, like, I want to say, like, on, uh, like, Musa's and Maywa's weren't too high. I think DK's wasn't that high. But they were still increases, just not as high as some others. 
So. Right. I'm going off of memory, so don't 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 give me shit if I'm wrong. I'm not looking at the goddamn sheet right in front of me. Tamer, tamers are upset. Why? Uh, they basically take more damage and do a little bit less. Um, I mean, some skills do more, like all around spinner, and some of like the pre wake and like bolt jolt. But overall, like I don't know, they die so fast, so they're they're not happy. I think. Um, fuck, I need to find the quote. It was a uh, shade had on his stream like a like a copy pasta that was something along the lines of. Hey, thankfully they changed the tamer. So, because you know how tamers were uh, ruining RBF and node wars for everyone, so they made them a lot easier to kill, <laughs> like all this shit. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, they're pretty bummed out. I don't know. The thing is that uh, with like awakening, uh, Kuno does more damage, but still not as much as succession. So, I still think succession outright is just better movement and damage. And I think that's probably true for most classes um like mystic feels like it has a lot more damage but succession still does way more damage so you would just choose succession almost always it, it's not enough to like change it now mystic does more i mean there's some matchups where it does an insane amount more but sork does significantly less to mystic and striker now and then dark knights just do way more to everybody Dude, Dark Knights came out on fucking top after these changes. Like, holy shit, they do so much damage now. That's what I'm hearing. Wizard does like 35% more damage to other wizards now. They like just pop each other like bubbles. Not as much to Witch though, that's interesting. Because they know no one plays Witch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's Suck Wizard. Suck Wizard is the only uh, caster, as far as anyone's concerned. Yeah. Oh, Warriors hit hard. Someone chats saying Warriors get hit hard. They might get hit hard, too. I don't know. I get, Does everyone do more damage to Warriors now? Let's see. Let's go through some of these. Mm, they mm. seem to... <clears throat> Looks they like seem to hit extremely hard. Most do more, so. but warriors also just hit so fucking hard now. Their damage is scary against a lot of classes. Uh, I don't know, man. Hopefully just this patch leads to more fucking changes than this. <laughs> I don't even know if this really even changes much. It kind of just made DK's really uh, strong. Just, it kind of normalized Guardians some. That's about it. Yeah, normalized yeah, it, guardian. Yeah, it basically it, it buffed it buffed DK, nerfed guardian, and made uh, strikers and mystics that are evasion unkillable to sorts. Uh, that's like the, <laughs> the only changes. <laughs> Dude, that shit's so funny. So bear, you you know bear, but bear, our friend bear was like, he just got a pen RCE, and he was so excited that he could kill Rage and Angels uh, striker now in one combo. And then mm-hmm. this patch comes out, and he's like, dude, what the fuck happened? I don't do any damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Sorks, you, you just gotta use Dead Hunt now. Just use Dead Hunt, you're good to go. That's all you need. Uh, let's see, what else happened? Um, the RBF changes on Global Labs. 
that are kind of nuts. So, Rizzler said he'll be right back, so I, I kind of want to wait for him to come back. I'm curious if these are, like, <laughs> gonna, gonna actually come to anything outside of RBF. So I'm going to just read, read the actual patch note. Here we go. Have you read this, uh, Nayashi? Not fully. Okay. So red battlefield damage reduction effect. The following damage reduction effects have been added to the red battlefield. If the damage is applied over 50% of the health for a certain period of time, the effect of 10% damage re reduction is applied. Damage reduction rate up to 50% is applied depending on the percentage of vitality consumed after a certain period of time. The damage reduction effect disappears. If the health is restored while taking damage, the damage reduction rate is lowered. Um, and then it shows like the list or whatever, and it gives an example. When the health is 5,000 and 3,000 damage is caused by a continuous skill, normal damage is applied up to 100% until you've done 2,500 damage, and which is 50% of the maximum health. And then the damage reduction is applied. So... Kind of the idea of it is to prevent alts and skills that one-shot to not be able to one-shot if they hit multiple times. Because it doesn't affect a combo. Like, if I do a combo on you, as long as none of the skills individually do more than 50% of your health, you're not going to notice anything. But if I hit you with, like, a tamer alt, for example, as the tamer alt's hitting you, after they lose 50% health, they're going to start gaining damage reduction. Interesting. I mean, that's pretty nice with Tamerol. <laughs> it's pretty nice against Tamerol. Woo! Yeah. yeah. But that, how many times are you actually seeing that be a problem in RBF? Well, it's nice against Blooming, too. Wait, will it fuck <laughs> with Blooming? A anything that does more than 50% of your health. Yeah, any skill. What? If a skill does 50% of your health... Yeah, but all the damage applies instantly with Blooming, whereas Tamers is over a series of... I, I know, but it's just based on... It's not based on, like... It's based on hits, right? So, like, if you're getting hit... If if one skill does damage uh, up to a certain amount, then they get damage reduction. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's weird to me oh, that Oh, the RBF changes? Yeah, the RBF changes. So, yeah. basically, broken down, Reza, I don't know how, how you, you understood or how it was explained to you, but it's... It's basically a single it's skill. It's prevent burst. It's prevent one single skill from bursting you down, basically, yeah. Because the damage yeah. reduction does not apply in a combo unless a single skill does at least fifty percent of your health. Yeah. Um. Because that's what that's what people have been complaining about for three years now. Well, it, half the community complains about one shot meta. The other half says we need one shot meta. And it's weird that here's the my biggest issue with this is why the fuck now we have four completely different sets of rules for the four different game types. So Siege, you got five thousand HP. Node War, you have five hundred HP. RBF, now you have this weird damage reduction thing. And then in one v one or normal open world, there's nothing. So it's Wait, like Node War gives five hundred. God damn it, Nayashi. <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't node war in a long time. <laughs> yeah, so when, you, me... when you participate in node war, you you get an additional five hundred HP. Interesting. That change came with the the siege change too. That added the five thousand. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so it's just weird. Like, how how are you supposed to balance a class or skills when the rules are different in every single game type by that amount? You know, I don't know. It's fucking yeah. Weird. It's weird. 
Um, Rez, how do you feel about these this RBF thing? Um, same thing that I feel about the barricades. It's pretty fucking stupid and doesn't solve the issues RBF actually struggles with. Do you think this is their beta test to put it into actual node war and siege? Probably. Who knows? But there's better ways to uh, do it. Probably beta than... testing it for fucking Shadow Arena. <laughs> like here's the thing like it's not necessarily a bad thing just like extending the left portion of what is it red spawn that's red spawn right with the barricades now mm-hmm. just like extending the left side of red spawn and adding those barricades wasn't necessarily a bad thing this isn't a bad thing i don't think but uh, who the fuck asked for this who the fuck was like you know what's specifically a problem just in rbf I'm just getting killed too quickly. Like, normally when people complain about RBF, you know what they complain about? The fact that there's fucking three snake and five chill on one team and fucking nothing but T1 or PvE guild on the other. That's what people complain about. But instead we get barricades and now damage reduction. Uh, wh- Why? Why, game? I don't understand. Again, it's not necessarily a bad change, but just fucking why? I I don't know. It's so confusing. It's like it's like they either they they don't know what people like really are complaining about when it comes to RBF, so they're just taking shots in the fucking dark, or they do know, but they just pretend like, "Oh, no, 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 no. This will fix it. This will fix RBF for sure." I'm not sure which one is more true or more insulting, but I'm insulted either way, in all honesty. Like, dude, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. Well, it's probably not related to any of that. It's probably just because they want to apply this to Node War for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm not sure. I don't know. This is a weird thing. I mean, I would take this instead of PA, if this replaced PA. If this would replace PA? Yeah, if this if this replaced protected area for Node War and Siege, trying to prevent, like, one-shots. I'd be fine with that. But you want to know what the biggest issue... Right, you want back. to know what the biggest issue with uh, RBF right now is actually... Uh, shocker, Suck Wizard. And the fact that there's too many fucking high points that are too hard to fucking, like, get up to to fucking deal with these fucking roof wizards. And they can just stand up there and just fucking beam you down (laughs) from fucking light years away. Like, Jesus Christ. The fucking roofers, man. You can't say roof wizard, dude. (laughs) Fucking Norelio. Norelia, what are your thoughts on the RBF changes? Do you even PvP outside of Siege? Yeah, I've seen the RBF changes and like... uh, uh, Here's what I don't like about it. I really... uh, I think I talked to Choice about this. Um, uh, I told him that... Well, he told me too. That the only thing we don't like about it is the fact that going into RBF feels differently than going into Siege. 
going into siege feels different. Um, going into siege feels differently than going into node wars. No normal node wars feel differently than tier ones. Like there's so much like muscle memory that you kind of like learn from all these different PvP uh, interactions that you have. Even open world, like everything is like different for every single situation it's really weird and i don't mean different in the scenarios i mean different in like the mechanics of it like how it plays out and how uh at a certain point people take less damage to you people have more hp you can blow up people in open world you can't blow them up in siege you can't blow them up in rbf you can blow them up in node wars it's weird like that you have to get used to so many different types of rules and different types of um what's it called uh mechanics that revolve solely around just like um just just values in game you know that you do this x amount of damage here you do x amount of damage there it's just fucking yeah. weird that, that's that's my problem with it it's like uh, siege is 5000 node wars 500 this has this damage reduction and then open world and ba has nothing so how yeah. how do they like when they apply a balance update how is it supposed to be even across the board when all of these situations are so vastly different yeah, they should probably just remove all the fucking weird-ass bonuses, you know? Yeah, they should. 100%. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, I don't know. Whatever. This, one, this is probably one of those things that people won't even notice if it gets implemented, too. But, I don't know. I just It's just another thing that kind of... It's another variable <laughs> that doesn't need to exist. Yeah. Uh... Um... Let's see what else we got. I think that's, I think that's kind of it. I think we're gonna hopefully we get the fucking skill swap thing next week, so we can actually swap from suck to awakening instantly. Fingers crossed. But I don't I know. Have a, that's content. You're gonna hold that until the World of Warcraft launch. Yeah, right. I have another question for Norelio. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, when do you plan on taking over the EU Siege podcast? Oh, true. Yeah, I've been asking a lot, but, like, it's too dead, you know? Like, <laughs> the NA one is too dead. Like, honestly, yesterday, I got asked a, a question I wasn't expecting. I was, uh, I was talking to Choice, and he's like, do you really care about the Siege podcast? Oof, man, I was like, you know, I really kind of don't, because there's really not that much to actually even talk about, but... It was more or less the same way when Lakari used to do it. There really wasn't much to talk about. They would go over the fights. Sure, you go over the fights. But it was just the people in there that would just massively just shit talk each other. I mean, like, they fucking hated each other. And they would shit talk into any grounds that they could. Like, yeah, we wiped you here and you're fucking guilty. Like, dude, I miss that so much. I wish people would just come in there to just shit talk each other and just fucking show, show people what they're about, you know, each guild. And uh, but yeah, like it doesn't seem like there's much of that anymore, dude. Everyone's just friendly. Yeah. If the EO community is not toxic up. enough for Norelio. Yeah, the I mean, T1 siege is the aspect. I think they have a T1 siege podcast too, and I'm pretty it's sure that so. they actually are fighting with people on there. Good. Talk each other. That's, not, that's how it should be. This game, this game was meant to be toxic. I don't think it was meant to be like positive at all I, do, I, I have one final question before we go on to comments do you overall how do you feel about video do you like video do you actually have fun playing this game um 
Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think that it's the, like, honestly, like, the only thing that, like, uh, fuck, I really hate this game, but I really like it. I'm addicted, honestly. I, I, do you guys know the Tyler One rant about yep. him fucking Riot? I, it's exactly yep. how I feel about this game. No meme, I uh, sometimes, like, broken out unironically almost saying the same speech about, like, fucking Pearl Abyss and, like, their game, dude. I really, like, the games, the devs are so shit. Holy fuck, man, they suck. But I really wish, like, I can't, I can't stop playing it. Like, the action combat's too good. Like, for some reason, the whole world is too caught up in tab target. Like, the fucking boomers just don't want to move on, man. And it pisses me off. Like, ta- like, action combat is just too good. It's the next step. It's actually the next step, but everyone's just so caught up in like tab targeting and and all this pressing one, two, and three, and it's just fucking annoying. It's just boring as fuck. So like, yeah, BDO is just like an an addiction. Like it's good. It's it's some good shit, but it's really bad because of like enhancing and because of how PvP plays out in like siege and other. It's just fucking. There's so much bad shit as there is good shit about it, and it's like it's really hard to like like it at sometimes. At some yeah, point. They, uh... They they literally have a gem here, but they're choosing to shit on it instead of polish it. Yeah, hundred percent. That was beautiful, Nancy. I only speak in poems, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so onto the onto the comments. I do want to talk about this this idea. We'll, we'll get to, someone had the idea, and I think I can't remember now. I'm pretty sure maybe it was on stream or from last week's podcast, but the idea would be to, so Briz linked this in chat. I think he designed this, but he put up a forum post, so I'll link it to you guys. But the idea is to, since they're getting rid of the weapon swap coupons, to, um, here, I'll link this in the stream chat as well. Uh, but basically to, get rid of the class version of the of dandy or whatever that's in the marketplace and instead just have like a box so if you sell your weapon right you'd have your class dandy or whatever you'd sell it and it would just go up on the market as a box so this way like if you're a musa and your dandy's not available like that's not a thing like now as long as a dandy is available it's available for anyone who wants it and it would be it would be taxed or whatever so you can have they had these like the idea was like these transmog stones right so for for pen what you do is like you'd pay it would be 1.95 billion silver plus the tax so it's not super easy to reroll and it'd be a good uh like money sink but you you'd pay basically like 2 billion silver so you can open the box for your class and like buy whatever you want if it's like a pen if it's like a lower level item then and you enhance it yourself, then you'd pay less. But the whole like breakdown is kinda in there. And Briz wrote hey, up this whole really post. Good idea. It's a really good idea. It would be really healthy for the game. It would be. hundred percent. Yeah, I actually love how this looks too. It's really well thought out. Transmutation you you, stones. You said you uh, linked it in the Yeah, I linked it in the uh uh Isn't that sad though? They're like, we can't look through the patch notes and be like, yeah, man, that was a really fucking good idea. But fucking Briz could, like, take me <laughs> power of his day, bro. And, like, yeah, transmutation stones, you know, those those would be nice for me. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? That's so stupid. How do people get paid to do this fucking job, dude? Actually makes, actually upsets me genuinely. Yeah. I don't know. I like this idea. Uh, I mean, I think I 
just the main problem that I think it solves is one, you're not feeling locked on a classic. I, as much as I don't like that people re-roll to flavor the month classes whenever they can, it still is like the other option for a lot of people is just quitting the game because they're burnt out on a class, right? So if they have no way to re-roll, they're probably just going to stop playing if they're bored, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Having something Or if their class is cool. deemed uh, unnecessary for Siege. <laughs> you gotta stop. Goddamn me, it was, dude. And never let it go. Yo, boys, uh, I-, I need to head out because I'm fucking hungry. Alrighty, All right. cool. We're going to do uh, comments anyway. Thank you so much for hanging out. You want to... Uh, promote your shit real quick where can can people find you yeah uh fuck dude what's my twitch link god damn it dude i'm so bad at this uh twitch twitch twitch.tv slash norelio let's let's go dude yeah give me uh yeah i do fucking yeah yeah go give him a follow do you do any (laughs) youtube stuff do you have a youtube or no (laughs) nah nah i don't have a youtube fuck that okay (laughs) 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 shit all right well thanks thanks so much for hanging out man it was fun no problem man. all right we'll see you around uh all right here we go comments do 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 let me sort these are they sorted they're sorted by the way frosty i'm assuming you've been uh time stamping everything oh yeah in my head it's all up there <laughs> uh kashira <laughs> says 69 pog oh yeah because it was episode 69 um, it was it was episode 69 Wow, seriously says, look, at this point, this is lazy. You could just you could put Frosty streaming soon with some card art and it would be better than this intro y'all refuse to change. <laughs> someone says okay. Yikes. I know someone asked like how come Nayashi's not in the intro? That's Yikes. the old intro. We're gonna make a new one whenever Frosty's band's album comes out. Um Oversight says another value pack, let's go. Briz TV said, uh, had a blast, boys, although I'm a little sad that my mic sounds like ass. I'm underwater sometimes. Yeah, I noticed it like, I think it's a Discord thing, but when a lot of people, when people talk at the same time, it like mutes you. Because when you were talking and no one was talking over you, you sounded fine. Your mic sounded fine. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. It was fun having him. Uh, Zombie Horde says, I has issues, my PP itches. <laughs> Just wanted. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you gotta you gotta love them, dude. Our lovely patrons, dude. Uh I have this it's my PPHs, God. Alexandra LaFortune says, Yes, the witch wizard community is extremely chaotic. Witches hate wizards. Wizards don't understand why. Script gets flipped for a few months and now wizard complains. Succession happens, now witch complains because succession is mediocre, except specific PvE. Also the extra twenty evasion wizard have that can't be explained. They legit hate each other. Some witchers want protected area gone, others not. Some never care one bit about 1v1, some do care. Clash, and then so on and so forth. And then he says, uh, TLDR, witcher whiny, wizard 2, witcher more whiny though. I know I am a witch. Yeah, casters. I mean, that's what Norelio said too, right? Like early on, the reason they're never going to change it. One of the reasons, like people are just going to complain, dude. Whiz witch, they don't. They're the loudest community of all. Um, Queso81 says, Nayashi, Skirmish sounds like a cool guild. Go Twinkies. My two ranger buddies just joined them. Two actual best rangers ripped me guildless for life. So I know I always talked about ranger versus Mewa life before and thought it was Bloom needing nerf. I actually found out it was Chaos Red Moon doing the one-shot kill on me. That on top 
on top of Stigma always ripping through my forward guards and landing that back attack CC. Stigma is broken as well. <laughs> uh, how, how do I how do I respond to this? Well, you, you know, are you one shotting people with Stigma, dude? No. And Redmond? It does do a lot of damage, I'll, I'll admit, but it is unprotected on the stab, so you just got to get familiar with how it works and the movements that typically are used with it. Uh, um, yeah. As far as like Redmond, Redmond does hit a, really hard. Just don't sit in it. Is really the best exam, <laughs> the best thing I can really tell you. Um, defensively, May was besides her movement. You know, she's really kind of easy to chew through if you have enough damage. So you can usually uh, beat her out. Besides the Red Moon, because it's a four guard, but. Even people with high gear just chew through my frontal guards, so. He also says, um, P.S. Frosty, not sure if I didn't mention, uh, or I didn't post comments last week, but about Guild Wars 2, pinging markers on target is fun to play with. You didn't mention the part about being able to freely draw on your minimap that is shared view with your party. Being able to draw things on the minimap is awesome in that game. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Being able to draw on the minimap would actually be fun. That would be cool. And it would be also pretty toxic because, you know, all your friends and guildmates will just fuck with it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> the Misassassin says, in case nobody knew Guardian has two iframes, let that sink. Uh, Guardian has four, actually. Uh, JHM. Jokes on you. <laughs> yeah, JHM says, just saying, but on Steam, you can see how many people are in game. And as of writing this, it's over 15,000 players just on Steam. Um, I think that was when we were talking about popularity of the game or something um yeah astral trinity whistle whistle <laughs> says i don't know if this is good news cries in algebraic expression prime foxclaw fix the issue of the skills floating effect not occurring when used after certain skills yeah i'm not too sure um Maybe too many things were canceling it and they removed some of them. I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah, because I know on Ninja's Foxclaw, like, the float effect is pretty rare unless you start with Foxclaw. Um, Philip Graham says, to your comment from Shazar, hi, that's me. The company Dom Cacao is a mobile messaging service here in Korea. This is where I do live. The game is licensed to Pearl Abyss through Cacao servers, which is why Pearl Abyss is your banning, not Cacao. I feel like that's backwards. Isn't it licensed to Cacao? Yeah, it's licensed to Cacao. Yeah, from PA. And yeah. uh, Ch Silent Chad uh, says Guardian has three iframes, not four. What are the what is the fourth one? No, the fourth one is it starts off unprotected and then it's a long linger iframe. It's definitely four iframes. They've got four. They don't like to count that one for some reason, but it works like it's unprotected for like. 0.6 seconds and then they literally get to linger it just like tree climb I, I forget the name of the skill it lingers for a long time too it's like four and a half or five seconds of iframe i don't think they count that one though they don't like to count that one anyway um <laughs> they don't want people to know about it yeah uh let's see sato said i i would actually play the value pack minecraft server if you guys decided to start one i know <laughs> i know nothing about minecraft so we start a Minecraft server, Res? Uh, doubtful. I think Res does want to start one. He's just in denial. Chibi Neko says Mixer thought they could pay to win. Feels bad. Aw. 
Poor Mixer, dude. Uh, Kenichi Sai says, hmm, PA could... Wait, let me see if there's a... Uh, there's... No. PA could rework protected area to work like uh, mechanism in Dota. Mechanism is an item in Dota which heals you and allies, but you won't get healed twice in a row for a short amount of time, effectively making it so you can only have one while others build something else to be more efficient. So make PA work like that. When you are affected by PA, you will not be affected by another PA for 30 or more seconds, and it will not refresh the buff. Since it's obvious they won't get rid of the damn skill in the first place, that's a compromise I'm willing to make. Great podcast. Oh, and Facebook gaming sucks. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that's a mixer user right there. He's not happy about this. <laughs> Uh, Vesemir G says, giving out free stacks that you could sell on the market would remove silver from the game, not add silver. Also, 10 bill for 200 stack is way overpriced. It'd be more profitable to spam click pen attempts all day. It's probably true. The assassin says, wait, you know what, wait, 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 wait. How would, I'm confused. How would selling fail stacks remove silver from the game? If you're building up fail stacks, buying items... To think, enhance with and fail stack with. Well, he's saying is, giving out free stacks that you could sell on the market would. Oh yeah, 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 Give, yeah, yeah. Okay, in that, yeah. in that case, yes, yes, yes. I was, I was just like, huh? <laughs> like but the I, whole but, process of building up a stack is like spending money. <laughs> but I do have to question, like, if you get like a twenty stack and then you work that bitch up to like a fucking two hundred stack, Does you're that still no not allowed to now? sell it. No, I would say that would be like I would say if you try to sell it as is as a reward, then it's it's classified as an event stack. But if you edit it in in the form of adding more stacks to it, it would become a custom stack or a player stack. Then that would be sellable. Oh shit, Vel in ten minutes. I almost forgot. Thank you, Patriana. Oh, um, that is true. The Musassin says, "You know what, Frosty? I have a comment, but I ain't gonna say shit." I think he hates me. Uh, the Maximum Effort says, the whole podcast, I was trying to figure out how the hell you have your horse on a circle autopath. Please show how you do that. P.S. The reason many people like video games, realizing it or not, is because the game, everyone is on equal foot. Um, wait, 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 hold on. The reason many people like video games, realizing it or not, is because in the game, everyone is on equal footing. It's not like the real life luck you're born rich or not. Or if you have natural talent to something. That's why if you can buy anything that can give you in-game advantage with IRL, money should not exist in the game. I, I, I disagree with the entirety of that sentence. I don't think that people are necessarily on... I mean, are they on equal footing? Like, if what if they heard of the game late? You know, then they're not on equal footing. Then they're way behind. Or what if uh, the person can, because they have to work IRL, because their IRL life is not on equal footing, so one person gets to play all day, and the other person has to work 50 hours a week. How are, how are, that's not equal. I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, if, if someone has to work full-time and the other person doesn't, then the person doesn't that doesn't matter have to what work you do, has an real advantage. Circumstances, real life circumstances affect the game, regardless. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me switch to my bell character. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's... Yeah. It's kind of a weird... <laughs> the, the only kinds of games where that doesn't impact you is, like, 
MOBAs or FPSs and stuff like that because they constantly restart. You're not bringing anything into the game. Yeah, and I don't I don't think people are playing the game because IRL is not fair generally. <laughs> I think I think it's more like yeah. they're playing because you can do crazy cool shit that's not realistic but super fun to do. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. don't know. You get to die over and over and kill people. That's how I, I do it. I mostly just die over and over though. Yeah. Alright, hold on. Let me um let me get Get into this plat, and then we're good to go. All right, I'm in the gra I'm in the graveyard, dude. The Vel graveyard, where everyone has died many mm -hmm. a time. Okay, dude, I forget how sexy the water looks when you put it in remastered mode. Right. Daz says, "Fun fact: When the news that Mixer gets shut down got out, some people were streaming there, setting up a Twitch <laughs> setting up a Twitch account." That's funny. <laughs> That's toxic, dude. <laughs> Matt says, "What's the archer ability that goes through FG and SA? What is that one, Res? The um, the one with the add-on that freezes. Do you know what skill that is? Radiant. Radiant. I asked. I messaged Briz. He got back to me like a couple hours later. But yeah, it's an add-on that you put onto Radiant that has a three percent chance to freeze, apparently through any protection. Right." Because I have seen that shit work on in the craziest of fucking situations. Yeah, hold on. Where was the uh, who was the person that asked me about? Um, asked me about the horse thing. I forget the name, but someone asked me how I was circling my horse. Um, basically, on the map, if you if you when you're looking at the map. You have if you press Alt and RMB. So what I was doing is like in High Dell, you press Alt and then RM RMB. I can't do it because I'm in the ocean. Uh, but you press Alt and RMB in one spot, and then you press Alt RMB in the next spot. Now you have a line, and then the third spot up the top, Alt RMB, and then go back to the middle spot, Alt RMB, and then back to the original location, Alt RMB. Like you basically draw the path that your horse is going to be going like to and from. You you essentially make anchor points using alt R and B and then right. just connect it back in a loop. Exactly. It's pretty fun dude. Uh let's see. Oh yeah, that was a uh, Queso eighty one. Oh no, that was not Queso eighty one. Disregard. I don't know. I'm I'm lost. Alright, here we go. Where were we? Uh wasn't that maximum effort? Was it maximum effort? Why don't I see his comment now? Or was, was it maximum effort? It was maximum something. Pretty uh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was maximum effort. There you go. Okay, so uh, Matt says, or no, uh, Void Null says, anyone got a link to the Crawling Chaos Gryphon Dive? Gryphon Dive. Oh, you have that, right? Gryphon, Gryphon Dive? It's yeah. in the Discord. Nayashi posted it yeah, in Discord. Okay. I'll, I'll add it to their uh, Void Null in a bit. Clayton Alexander says, we already got costume task force as far as I know. So far we've had like two fresh new outfits in the last two weeks that have both been pretty dope. The Tamer Phoenix and the Striker Blue, whatever it is. Is that the task force or was that just already made, that, I feel like? That, that, that's that's not the task force because the task force is supposed to be one costume for every class every week. Yeah, and the task force is supposed to help us get to space. What? Space force. Okay. Uh, Swaggy Dude says, if you were to implement a system, 
uh, where fail stack could be turned into silver, it can't be done through the marketplace, nor player-to-player -player, uh, interactions. The possibilities of abuse exploit are just too manifold. Uh, even I can't imagine so many ways abuse such a system. And then he goes on a bunch of different ways. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then he gives a spreadsheet on fail stack values. So you can see kind of what the fail stack values actually are. New outfit for no 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 Mr. Mr. Hemo, we double checked. I went back and double checked because we we had the conversation right after the high dope ball. So uh, Mr. Hemo says, nah, it was a new outfit every week. I don't think they said new outfit for every class every week. But we went and double checked. They they actually said one new outfit per class per week. That was the exact wording. Yeah, because I was the one who said. I think they mean one outfit a week, and they're going to be on a rotating class basis, which is definitely doable, 100%. And then Frosty said that I was wrong, and so we went back to check, and it turns out that Frosty was correct. They actually think that they can make <laughs> 19 costumes a week, and it not just be fucking recolors or reskins like the fucking shoe dad. So either they're quickly going to have to rescind that fucking statement, or we're gonna about to, we're about to get a lot of fucking dark shoot ads. One of the two things is gonna happen. It it very well could be a translation error, but that is what the translation said. Their translation, not like Google Translate. That's what it said on their stream with their translation. So, um, yeah, who knows? I I would take. I mean, it would be. I would just love one new outfit per class per month. Would be sick, or every two months. It's great. We get like a new outfit per class like once every 16 to 24 months. I think it's not unreasonable for it for if you actually made a task force, right? If you actually hired a bunch of people specifically <laughs> to make costumes, I don't think it would be unreasonable to say one costume for each class per month. If you assign like different teams to work on the different classes and you say you have a month to create a costume. I don't I, like that. Doesn't seem totally unreasonable to me. Although it would be, I think, difficult, like being on a, a, a that short of a time frame. But I think it is possible. But yeah. like a week, yeah, as if. I hope the uh, I hope the task force is put in a separate room and all of their PC towers look like sewing machines. I think that <laughs> would be sick, dude. Just to role play it all, you know. Uh, Lost Souls says, I pre-ordered New World also. There is open world PvP, but you can, like, turn it off. The game looks really good, and if they do it right, I will be playing. Yeah, it's called Dueling. That's essentially the open world PvP. No, it, it's some opt-in bullshit. It's essentially, like, Arsha, where if you turn on your PvP, you're gonna get some benefits but you can just turn it off whenever you're in a safe zone and then nobody can kill you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of lame, honestly. I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to withhold judgment. I'm at this point, I'm just waiting for, for gameplay or not gameplay. I'm waiting for it to come out so that I can see like impressions of the game. People are actually playing it. I can watch streams and like get like it, an actual like opinion from people who aren't, like being paid or aren't like just caught up in the hype of things because there's a lot of sketchy things about that fucking game like the fact that uh it should already be out but it it's not 
and don't tell me it's because of Corona, because it's not. <laughs> there were reports before Corona even was a thing of people who had played the game like early and were saying like, yeah, that we don't know how they're going to get that game to a release state in this time frame. Like it is nowhere close to being releasable. Corona just happened to come in clutch at the right time for Amazon game studios. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, just got to wait and see what it does whenever it comes out. Lord X says, uh, Briz tries to get on the value pack quote, now I'm going to be here every week, end quote. How does Reslar say no, quote, do we want to announce next week's guest? <laughs> end quote. Lamau, just messing around. That was fun watch. Most of the time when Frosty said Briz, I heard Rez XD. Frosty, how is your prep for Hashishin going? I know I've managed to get two Zarka boxes at the moment, still drown Dandy and Sub. I have no boxes, so I'm fucked. I gotta start going to bosses. I don't know. It looks like I'm gonna be using green weapons for a month. I like how you've been hyped about this class since, like, the first ability, and you still am, are not prepared somehow. Dude, bosses are rough, man. <laughs> uh, Small Dick Stole Your Girl says, Just want to know who thinks Musa is OP. These, oh, ner- <laughs> uh, these nerfs to Musa are retarded. Musa is already dog shit hasn't been in a good spot in a while i have 305 ap and for having that much ap my damage is garbage i should disintegrate anyone i touch that isn't full pen c9 and i don't and it's not even close when musa was known for an sa trader really good at trading losses trades to suck lawn guardian etc etc um and yeah he goes on and on and he says skills like dragon bite and projection got buffed they aren't even used for damage hello i feel these changes were made by a veteran shy player that plays uh-huh. shy for 1v1 and that's how comical i think it is to nerf awaken musa players um and then kenshin says uh, i'm adding this in because he makes a, an interesting point he says i know right i hate when people lump suck and awake together suck versus awake should be an opposite uh, or should be an option, not a prerequisite. Awakening Musa is very, very weak right now. This is a fact. And for Musas who don't realize this, I, I know you don't think it's true, but you have to look around the server. Most people are playing Succession, not Awakening, on every single class, and there's a reason. It's also shit on the other classes. Like, that's what, like, I don't know. It's I don't know why they think that's exclusive to Musa that everyone feels like they have to play suck Musa, and that's not fair. Like, dude, every class feels that way right now, and it's it's kind of shitty. I don't know. But yeah, it should be an option. It definitely should be an option. Like, both versions of the class should be really good in all aspects of the game, so that way you can play whatever one you just think is more fun. Dude, it's funny to think, though, Rez, thinking back to that one when they first announced it, that they thought Succession was going to fix the game balance. LOL. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a big joke. Uh, the, the block is, is the class that suffered the most in this patch was shy. They forgot Archer and Awaken DK, but, uh, seem to hate all shies do more than, that do more than life skill. Yeah. Did they nerf your damage? I don't even know. Did, did shy get nerfed? Uh, I, I think, think shy stayed exactly the same. I don't know. I skip over that class <laughs> in patch notes. Uh, I am Diamond Crafter said, oh, no, t- sorry, Tim says, I would love to know how many times Briz has done the MSQ. What is MSQ? 
MSQ even? Uh, Microsoft Quarterly? I don't <laughs> know. Maybe instead of making you go through it again for the season pass. Oh, the main story quests. That's what he means. Yeah, main story Oh, what quests they did to the Shies was they take more damage. Nice. Uh, maybe oh, they instead take of... more damage. Okay. <laughs> he says maybe instead of making you go through it again for season pass, it could be an autocomplete for players that have done it like the Fugar quest, daily quest is. Yeah, I mean, replaying the quest line is kind of mad. But there are three different paths. You know, you could do one of the other paths. Not really. I, I hate the other. I, I don't like doing story quests. I mean, you just not play seasonal, you know? There's always that. Buck seasonal. Uh, I am Diamond Cutter says, It's actually pretty easy to mouse move the teleport or the evade earthquake. And no, the move camera while your staff is there doesn't work technically. But yeah, Horsey is a big lead in the mouse movement, TP, earthquake, and how I learned it. Res does changing direction of your camera not make you teleport elsewhere? I, I thought it did. That, that's what I was told, is that there's like a, a very small delay on the, uh, like when you use the teleport, that you can uh, turn your camera. Right. With suck, I don't, I, I, with suck, I don't know about pre-awakening, I don't think that's true with pre-awakening, I think the only way to juke people with, like, pre-awakening teleport is the traditional way with mouse movement, but with succession, I, I think that's, uh, that's the case. <laughs> okay, here we go, we're getting into the good stuff now. Uh, Kenshin says, you say Musa's, Musa players are whiny as fuck, do you think there is not a reason for the whine? Awaken Musa is not fine, stop lumping it together with suck. Same with Awake DK, Awake Striker, Awake Wiz, and etc, etc. Remember that Succession was originally intended to be a choice. Yeah, I mean, just like you said in your comment though, it's same with DK, same with Awaken Striker, Awaken Wiz, Awaken Ninja, Awaken Kuno, like all these classes... Well, awake, maybe not Awakened Ninja, but all these classes are worse than Awakening. That's why everyone is on Succession. It's not just Musa. But Musa's are the ones crying the most. And then he says, Hate that Frosty is always biased against Musa's. Likes to throw out, but Kyrim can kill me, but Kyrim can chase while not running out of stamina. I remember many episodes back where you guys said that basing a class strength on one top player isn't representative of the class itself. Such hypocrisy. And also, no... Most Musa don't run a often Tet and Liebers, at least not where I play. Pen, Pen Zarka, Pen Begs, 440 accuracy, 293 AP, fails to kill or even deal damage to evasion targets consistently as an Awakened Musa, and that is a fact. And that's also a fact for Awakened Mewa, Awakened Kuno, Awakened everybody. They Man, also. What was the stats? He says 440 accuracy, 293 AP, fails to kill, or even damage, deal damage to evasion targets consistently as an Awakened Musa. And the other thing is like... Evasion targets, I mean, that's very broad. Yeah, Kyrie I use as an example, and maybe you're right, the example is hypocritical, but that's what every Musa does in Nodwar. Like, every Musa is able to do that. Sammy and Tina is in chat, says, it's so false, I fight Awakened Musas all the time with my Centaur Belt. On full C9, and they can do tons of damage to me. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. thing I, I don't understand. It's like, if they have accuracy, I mean, just like everyone, like, I, I don't know why people think, you know, Kunos and Ninja and all these other class Sorks are all putting on, like, Tet Dawn earrings, right? For the same reason. Like, I don't know. It's hard to do damage to evasion unless you have accuracy. And it's not just a Moose exclusive thing. 
And I don't know, maybe I don't, I don't know what evasion people you guys are fighting like. Like Sammy and Tina saying, like every time I run into a Musa, a Musa it doesn't even have to be Kyrim. Like they they kill me just fine in Awakening. So uh, if they have like gear that matches mine at all, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think just expectations maybe are a little bit skewed or whatever. And again, I'm not saying Musa doesn't need buffs. It does, just like every other Awakening class. Uh, Elena Maria says, uh, let me get the TLDR, but it says the main story, oh, other vets, main story sucks. Me, on my way to 30,000 quests, hysterical laughter, it's not so bad. Um... Yes. Elena, I, you're crazy, Elena. I, I just have to say, 30,000 quests is fucking nutty. You're nutty. You're insane. But yeah, um, she points out that it gives you money for your gearing alts and leveling alts, and there's actually a lot of money in, in questing and rewards or whatever that are like pretty good. Um, they got to 377 contribution points because of the quest line, and they don't do any cooking, which actually is kind of insane. Um,. But yeah, TLDR is, questing is good, at the very least, do Kama. P.S. Been listening to the podcast for months. It's the best content to grind to. I like the topics, the guests, but most of all, in general, atmosphere. Have to disagree with the person who said it's getting worse. <laughs> and then they asked to please bring a Sork main on, Messilus or Heden or something. I haven't had one in a while. Would love to see their perspective on the current state. And then HaYN says, apparently a lot of BDO devs came from a game called C9. I actually heard about that. What, what was that game, C9? I've never heard of it. I have heard of it. I just don't remember specifically what it was about. Yeah. Um, and then Briz, the, I, I posted his... Uh, or we talked about his thing, but I'll re-link uh, it in chat again. And I don't know. I, I, like, I, I think the idea is really fucking good. Is C9 Cloud9? Uh, like, I don't know. Is Cloud9 the like game? Dragon's Nest? Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine is a uh, is an esports team. <laughs> hey, dude. Wait, so all the PA devs are from Cloud Nine? Probably they all used to be pro Con gamers. Continent, continent of the ninth seal. Yeah, and it was like Dragon's Nest. I don't know. Never heard of it. Dude, I love the idea that everyone from PA came from Cloud Nine, the the esports team. Um, but yeah, Briz said, since this new idea has already been Frosty approved, I'll post it so you guys can check it out. The in-game reroll concept. It's actually really fucking cool. Look at it if you haven't. Um, and then Humanidai says, I'm so glad I found this podcast. Community night was so fun. You guys always make uh, my Mondays. I couldn't become a mod because I'm a memer, not a fighter. Kamoris, the gatekeeper. And then he has a, a, a link to a meme. <laughs> um... And then... Hey, wait, 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 who said that? Lizzie Menadai. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking Kim Morris, dude. Um, and then he said, P.S., I feel bad for Frosty. came all the way from N.A. to fight the scuffed casual awakened DK. Dude, DK does so much damage to trial characters. Fucking insane. Like, dude, they, we were dying standing up, Reslar, so, like, more than any other matchup I've ever felt before on just trials. Yeah, that was kind of insane, but I don't know. I've never struggled against a DK that much. I don't know if it was because no journals, no guild, no ping. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Or if that's just the result of the, the class modifier changes, maybe? 
I don't know, but that they were fucking clapping me, dude. I, I was taking so much damage just trying to grab those fucking kids. I was like, holy shit, dude, I can't do anything. Yeah, Sammy and Tina linked the, uh, have, have you seen this? The, him against Jose? No. I'll link it in chat. This is Sammy and oh, Tina wait, the, the, with the, his the DK? belt. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, the DK. Yeah. It was with the Penn Centaur belt on. So he gets CC'd, one, two, three, and four. Like, dude, he literally dies before, like, at the end of enforcement. <laughs> Nothing else, dude. Oh, my God. Happens again here near the end. Let's see, you get CC. This game, wait, it's actually kind of crazy. That comment said that the the God. PA devs came from C9. Cloud9 gaming, yeah. Because it's actually so funny. Let me post this so you can see this. This literally looks like, almost looks like an alpha version of BDO. This Look at that video. I didn't get art. I hate this fucking game. Uh, Click to like. Click to like nine minutes in that video. Okay. Nine minutes into this video, this looks like a, you said it like an alpha version of BDO? Yeah, it almost looks like an alpha version of BDO in a weird way. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, a little bit. I, I, yeah, don't I, I'd, I'd say a little bit, but. It looks more <laughs> traditional to me than BDO. It yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, this looks very blessed to me, someone says. Very blessed. <laughs> Dude, yeah. me and Rez were blessed pro gamers for a short time. So it was hype. Dude, I, I got blessed. to level 9 and quit well, that shit immediately. Unchained. Yeah, I don't know. this game come out? That's Look at the repetitiveness of the abilities. Holy fuck. I think this, this is a low out, level die. I think this person's like 20... level one or something. Yeah, they're level one. This game 20. came out in 2012, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, so I think. Wait, is it? No, I only see level one. No, they have 15. Dude, look of at the that scrolls. big motherfucker. I don't know. This looks interesting. It hey, came out in level 20. Up. You got you gotta admit for 2012, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it looks good for 2012. Look for, look sure. for some high level gameplay. Yeah, this person's super low level. You saw the the scroll at the top that says X fifteen. <laughs> oh, dude, the map looks cool. I don't know, it looks kind of like a mobile game to me, dude. Uh, all right. Um, oh, yeah, it looks like there's a lot of combo options and whatnot in this particular. When did Terra example. come out? Out of curiosity, Terra Link came out Qua one year before this. I went to nine minutes in as well. You can see, like, this dude's, like, legit comboing and juggling this dummy. Did you link it? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. So you said nine minutes in? Does it actually look pretty decent? Yeah. I... It looks interesting. For being an alpha BDO. <laughs> oh, that yeah. load screen, though. This looks kind of cool. Oh, dude, load screen simulators are the best. Oh yeah, this combat actually looks pretty cool. I mean, this reminds me of Arcade, to be honest. It's got like WoW-esque looking inventory. I can definitely see like the similarities. Like if you like, it's not surprising that 
like the the people who made uh, BDO would have worked on this game like you know six seven years prior, however long ago. Yeah. Well, well, no, because BDO came out in KR in twenty. Oh, go to um, go to minute like thirty two. Minute thirty two. It's got some like barbarian with like ice magic or something. Oh. Oh, and he can whirlwind too. Oh, Berserker should have been. Yeah, this is this is definitely what Berserker should have been right here. Yeah, it's like hack and slashy. That part's definitely super BDO. Um, this game looks kind of cool. It's not bad. I wish we, I wish we had damage. I numbers. like how it shows the combo counter on the <laughs> on the top right. Dude, they went backwards. There's damage numbers in this game. What the fuck? Uh -huh. Interesting. Yeah, the damage numbers are crazy, dude. I hope one day they invent that for modern games. <laughs> Such a crazy concept. I'm trying to think, what was I playing in 2011 when this game came out, apparently? Or 2012? I feel like I was probably still playing... I think I might have still been playing fucking old school RuneScape. I think I was playing uh, Ion. You know, everyone loves Ion, dude. Alright, I gotta head out, so I'm gonna go. That's the, uh, that's the show. I think uh, that's everything. We took care of everything. Thanks uh, it is to, everything. to Norelio for coming out. Thank you, everyone in chat, for hanging out. And uh, the patrons and all that. You want to go through the list of thank yous? Thank our patrons again? Or uh, what's... I don't know. What we do? What's our policy? What? <laughs> that that would be the... RuneScape wasn't a thing until 2011. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. That's what I was playing at that time. Until C9 flopped super hard um, in NA. It came out years too late for NA. Rip. Uh, I see. Standard. But yeah, thanks everybody so much for watching. Thank you to uh, all of our patrons over at Patreon. Make sure you guys join the Discord. We're gonna. I'm. I'm gonna try my damnedest to make Community Night like a, a regular thing. I don't know how regular, but regular. Uh, at the very least, once every other month. At the very least. Uh, so join the Discord to keep up with information on that. Make sure to check out Norelio, and thank you to Norelio for joining us on this podcast. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash... I think he just said Norelio, right? Mm. Isn't that what he said? Twitch.tv slash Norelio. You can watch him uh, shot call and do No War VOD reviews. Extremely entertaining, uh, so go check him out. You can also check out our streams. Uh, Frosty is twitch.tv slash sofrosty. Nayashi is twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA, and myself, I am twitch.tv slash... I can't speak, not Reslar. So check out all of our streams as well. Uh, again, thank you so much for watching, and we will catch you guys next week.